Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome, everyone, to the completely unnecessary podcast for Tuesday, September 8th, post-Labor Day, 2020, alongside friendly Ian Ferguson. I'm real friendly. Um, curmudgeon-y Pat Contry. Today in the show, we'll be talking about Hyrule Warriors, Age of Calamity, <laughs> the Super Mario Direct for the 35th anniversary EA shenanigans, it's been far too long. Q&A, Patreon poll, whatever else comes up we want to talk about. Uh, first, we got we got wares at ultimatenintendo.com. We got the limited t-shirt. We got the not for resale Blu-ray back in stock. We got the p- enamel pins, the array of pins going on. And you can order the guidebooks. Or if you're in Europe, you can go to pukapukagames.co.uk and order Super Nintendo books in the European theater. I get saying at the European theater, like it's a war game there. And check out the new Flea Market Madness if you have it. It's still up there. It's doing well. Just want to give it a boost there. Um, Ian, how was your uh, your Labor Day weekend? Did you labor during the Labor Day weekend? I, I, I did labor during the Labor Day weekend. And uh, is that what it's for? Are you supposed to work more Labor Day? Yeah, weekend? that's exactly what it's for. Uh, it was dumb. It was dumb because STG and E is dumb. Um, our local power. Uh, company in San Diego. Uh, our power shut off at Luna uh, four times on Saturday. Um, it just went off and then right back on, but still that was really annoying. Uh, kept us from doing anything really on the computers that would you know require accurate numbers. Um, and then Sunday, the power went off at 1.30 and we left. We just, it was too fucking hot. We closed and went home at like 2.30, 2.45. Power didn't come back on until 6. So it oh, was wow. uh, it was dumb. It was dumb. It was and, and they do that because weekend. They, they, they prevent from fucking things catching on fire, basically, because it's too hot. Everyone's using it. The fucking lines and grids can fucking burn up because California's on fire right now because it's another hot freaking summer more than usual. Uh, last year wasn't as bad as this. Two years ago was bad. Um, and, uh, yeah, hopefully it cools down because like, there's so many freaking um, uh, fires going on. The gender reveal party. And Sam Bernardino, someone started. And, Frank, and so Frank told me, or someone, did you tell me about Frank that was two years ago? I told you, thing. two years ago. Yeah, in Frank 2018, same thing happened. Yeah, uh, 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 another fucking gender reveal party. Stop being so fucking lame, people. No like, one cares about No them. one gives and two it's really, shits. And it, it's, 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 it's a sex reveal party, but you don't want yes. to call it. It sounds good. But no one gives a shit about the sex of your fucking kid. Yeah. No one fucking cares. Just, just call people on the phone and say, hey, it's going to be a boy. That's fine. Good enough. Or or have potluck. Have a few people come over, wear your mask, and, and then fucking eat some food and have a cake. 
just do the cake thing. Do the cake thing with a blue colored inside of it. It's going to be a fucking boy or whatever the fuck. Like that. Don't throw. You don't need fireworks and pyrotechnics. No, no as people put it, celebrating the fucking genitals uh, on your kid is a goddamn weird thing to is, do. This in wasn't the a thing place. in other generations, was it? No, this no. Is, we, this is a no, millennial we, thing. We did not do this until like this, this is a, this, this is, is a millennial like five thing. years ago. Fucking millennials. All right, I'm a millennial. You're a borderline millennial. I'm, I'm still a millennial. I'm, I'm, a, I'm in between. I'm, I'm the don't, don't don't be a fucking old person who says millennial. It, I know, but uh, but no, you can criticize your own generation. Well, yes, yes, it is a millennial thing. It's I the avocado say. toast thing. It's along that line where it's fucking dumb. Just like I made really good avocado toast the other day. I, I guess the moral is okay. I guess the moral is it was don't, an accident. Don't do any shit to start a forest fire. How about that? Anything that could during during uh, climate change and, and no rain for fucking months and heat wave and, and temperature records. Don't do anything that could burn up a fucking thousand acres. How about that? That's reasonable. Don't yeah. burn up a thousand acres. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. It's not like it comes back uh, quickly. Burn uh, up a forest. I, I read someone's. Someone made a tweet that was funny, but it was just like crashing a tanker full of pink oil into the coral reef to celebrate yeah. The, the, yeah. the sex of my child. Like enough, fuck? fucking enough. No one it. cares. Enough. I mean, it's insane. It's but, also selfish and self fucking serving. Well, they're going to go to either prison and or get fined because yes, I hope so. Um, the, people need to be, be be made an example of. Frank was telling me a story about there was one huge fire that happened within the past ten years. It was a hunter that lost his way, so he set off. Um, I guess a, like a road flare he had on the ground and burnt up a whole fucking forest. This hasn't come back yet, so he's still in, he's still in prison. Um, for that, um, I. It, I just, the, not to go on a tangent, I have less and less faith in humanity every single year. Like, it's just, like, confidence just erodes by the week. And it's just so fucking... respect for humanity. Like. I'm, I'm humiliated <laughs> yes. to be a human being. Let's just put that one. I'm ashamed. I'll say that. Not, not ashamed to be, be a certain nationality. I'm ashamed in general to be a human. I think I think I don't think I don't think uh, tigers are ashamed to be tigers. They're, they're, they do their thing and they don't fucking fuck up anything too badly. I'm ashamed now. Sorry, what was I talking about? Okay, so you were talking about uh, uh, old uh, cousin birthday. Oh yeah, okay. So my cousin, my cousin Danny, who I ran into, I hadn't seen him in years, and then I ran to him at Magfest one year, and he goes, "Hey, I think you're my cousin." I hadn't seen him in like. 15 years so i'm like trying to size him up I'm like oh yeah i think you're my cousin i recognize the face and the head shape you know and, and the general size and um so i've seen him at a few different conventions uh one in jersey i saw the magfest one by the way i think they, they officially canceled magfest for i guess the the few months it's already gonna be four months away they canceled it i can't um, believe they were they were about they it. were even thinking about it at this point they were like running a uh like a a, a a, a poll or something like that. I mean, I realize that people, what kind of poll did they that, run? That, that, Should we like, open? It was like, a, yeah, it was like a discussion thing, and it's like, it's like I, to you. I realize people want to like have conventions, but let's not. Well, they had this. one this year. Let's not force this. They like, had one this year, yeah. you know. Um. Oh, sp- speaking speaking of Magnus, this is right out of the corner. Uh, congratulations on the wedding to our pals Daniel and Alex. Ah, yes, yes. Uh, since they live right in the vicinity, not too far away. Mazel tov. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy the uh, the cat bowl. I got you. The, the cute little cat bowl shit with the ears glass. And, nice. And their cat Zelda loves it. Anyway, um, so what was I saying? Oh, the bird. Okay, so we we text every now and then on Facebook. My cousin Danny. My cousins on my mom's side are not close at all. Like I'd ask him. Oh, you know, I don't even know how many kids his sister. He has two sisters. I don't know how many kids they have. Like that's how unclose we are on that one side. 
I don't know if you if you're if you're that unclose to your cousins like that, but there's like twelve of us. No, actually, I kind of um, regret like because I, I I was close to a, a handful of my cousins, and I still talk to them every once in a while. But we've we've drifted a, apart a little bit. But um, no, I actually like my cousins. I enjoyed hanging out with my cousins. I just yeah, we all moved all over the freaking country, so I don't see them anymore. There's twelve of us on the side because my because my mom. It's about how many are on my because uh... there was five. My my mom had two sisters and twin brothers, so. Um, so we don't know about each other. We don't get together. We don't talk. It's weird. Then again, my mom doesn't talk. Holy to shit, her. There's 16. I have 16 cousins Holy on my shit. mom's side of the family. That's a lot of, that's yeah. a lot of screwing going on <laughs> there. That's a lot I, of kids. I, it's funny because I just thought about it. I thought about it. This is how, I guess, generational, generationally it changed. So every, every sibling, my mom, the first five of them had at least two kids each. There's 12 of us now and half of us don't have any kids at all. So you really see how things have changed in like 30, oh, yeah. 30 years, generationally, mm-hmm. 30, 40 years, how it's like me and my sister don't have kids. And then two, uh, let's see, the one brother doesn't have kids. And then the other boys don't have any kids. I'm just thinking like, wow, it's just really changed. Uh, anyway, um, so he sends me the video of this birthday, which is from like November 91, um, that, that my uncle his father took this vhs camcorder pretty good quality it must have never been really watched i digitized it it's like eight and a half minutes and um it was just interesting because it, it, it was the first time i saw a video of of us being that young and i show up in in the video for two and a half seconds in the um in the um the, there's like the little children's den rec room and what am i what do you think i'm doing in that video Ian? just give you a guess playing uh nintendo i'm playing nintendo and it's it's interesting because I can almost identify the game because they had Snake Rattle and Roll. I know they had that for a fact, so it wasn't Super Mario Three, but I know they had that. And but I was told by Danny, oh, we also had Big Nose the Caveman. I'm like, how the hell did you have that game? <laughs> so oh, one of the friends gave it to us. I was probably thinking it wasn't that good. What is clicking on here? What's going? I don't know, but when you, I think you're kicking a cord or something. Okay, there you go. So um, anyway, so I'm playing Nintendo. Chubby, thick, but quick. I was really chubby. Chubber than I thought when I was 11. Thick, maybe not quite so quick. I was always quick. Oh, okay. But I was thicker than I was quicker. We'll just say at that point. Thicker than quicker. Gotcha. And um, it was just interesting to see myself there. I was wearing my cute little Mets hat. I'll put a little still on the top here. Now I have to. People be like, what does Pat look like when he's, you know, what, gig- huge when he was 11, but playing Little League, wearing my husky pants. Uh, do you ever go back? Ever you ever have it like a video of you when you were a kid? You go back and watch or anything like that? No, there are very few pictures of me from when I was um, a kid. Like pictures of me, there are some of me like up until maybe like five years old, and then there are like no pictures of me from like the age of like uh, there's like no pictures of me through my teen years. I think really? I, yeah, like there, there's just not many around. And then pictures of me start to show up again in my early twenties, and then. Pink uh, hair to you at that point? Uh, there's some red colored hair. hair there. And then, uh, yeah, I, I think the only reason pictures exist to me now is because of phones. I, I was very good well, at... Well, now we take too many pictures. Yes, I was very good at avoiding cameras for most of my life. Yeah, I, I, looking, I don't... We, we don't get pictures, like, printed anymore, or, or there's no more, you know, uh, photo albums, unfortunately, unless you, like, make them on iTunes, the digital ones. Now we take too many pictures where they don't mean anything. They used to mean something, specifically, and now they're like, well, we take a thousand every other day, so now they don't individually mean anything anymore. So that's an interesting cultural sort of sociological question to ask about that the value of like saving memories how that's changed anyway end up having kids because no one has kids anymore uh birth rates down anyway um so i want to bring up this topic because this is this is annoying 
And this is on my trend of not caring about wrestling because I tell you every few years I stop watching wrestling. Now I'm like kind of out of wrestling again. And I think COVID helped. I'm so out of it. I don't know that I'm ever going to go back. That's how you out always of come it back. I, it's we'll like Godfather see. Three. You'll come back. We'll see. You'll, you'll come back. Um, but I think I think the thing with what happened with COVID was like, okay, now the illusion's gone because now there's no audience. So now it's like real world. Like it's hard to pretend. It's like what it's supposed to be doing. Like pretending to be a sports event. You know, it's too. It it, it, it the real life bled into the sure. unreality. If that makes sense, at least for me. Um, so that was part of it. And plus I'm just sick of the bullshit and, and, and it's more WWE. AEW is doing fine from what I, from what I hear. I, I, I haven't, I, I catch little bits and pieces of that, but WWE is just, I'm fucking over it and I'm done with it. And this story is one of the reasons why, cause it's run, it's run like a fucking carny circus still with Vince McMahon at the top. And I'm just fucking sick of it. Like I, 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 want, I honestly I want, I want him to fall into a vat of beans uh, and never reemerge. Like <laughs> yes, like that's how I want him to go. Out. The bushes make beans, big beans. He died. I'll eat, I'll eat my way out. He died in the beans. Uh, anyway, I, I honestly don't think I want to watch again until he's not in charge anymore. I think I'm almost going to draw that line where once he's officially gone, I will start watching. I again. said that when the Saudi Arabia stuff went down, and right. I've stuck to it. Oh, good, good for you. I, I, well, other than. Oh. We were paid to do that one WrestleMania. I think that was post Saudi Arabia, but that, I think that's the only wrestling I've watched. We were paid to do WrestleMania. We, well, we had to do that ad. Remember, we had to do the WrestleMania ad for. Uh... Yeah, we did a WrestleMania ad. No, we the the wrestling game. We we did that. We watched WrestleMania and we talked about WrestleMania and we did we did the ad for the wrestling game. Oh, we did for oh to, to, to promote yes. the uh, okay. To promote I'm not the, fucking crazy. To promote the crazy arcade. We did. We were paid for that. I don't remember that now. Was that that was like a year and a half ago? Anyways, that, yeah, that's the only okay. wrestling I've watched. The only WWE I've watched since the Saudi Arabia shit was that. I don't remember that at all. Are you sure we were sponsored yes. for that? Yes, we were sponsored for that. You're, are you confusing that with Retromania Wrestling? That's what I'm saying. We were sponsored to oh, watch oh, Wrestlemania. That was like three years ago. Okay, then that was no, prior to Saudi ago. Arabia. Okay. Oh, <laughs> anyway. I, I was thinking we, you said we were, we were sponsored for that crazy one you, or you fucking fight alligators or something. That's what oh. I was thinking of. No. Retromania Wrestling, a fine wrestling game yes, coming out on fine wrestling Steam. game. No, that's fine. Go go support Retromania Wrestling. I, I, you made it seem like WWE paid us. I was like, what are you talking about? No. Yes, because we were going to cover WrestleMania anyway. We, yes. we, we cover WrestleMania almost every year. This year, we kind of like... Uh, I did not. We, we kind of... Yeah. We did not. Yeah. The Rumble the Rumble still kind of draws me back to see the surprise of who shows up. That's past their prime. And that's back. actually... That uh, was it was like the first... I, yeah, I haven't even watched the Rumbles. Man. I, I think I caught the Rumble this year, but I don't remember a thing that happened. Um, okay. So this, this was shitty, but they clarified. WWE told their wrestlers they had 30 days to stop basically using third-party platforms like Cameo. YouTube and Twitch because it, they were, you know, using uh, likeness in, in their names. And at first, people were like, what the fuck? What's going on here? Uh, they've clarified it now because at first it was insane because you could not enforce it. You cannot enforce someone to go off and do like cameo videos say, hey, you know, I, I guess their fear at the time was that they didn't want people to use their wrestling names, but that's not originally what came out. Originally, it was like, you can't use these third party platforms. Right. You're making money. Off of like I guess working for WWE, even though again they are technically independent contractors. That's how WWE classifies them, so they don't have to, you know, uh, pay them health insurance. Why or... is there no law against that? Like it's just they're not. There's got to be a class action shoot, suit. They probably would win, but they have to all team up to do it. You know, they would have it's to. It's insane. Or the state would have to, you know, file a lawsuit. The state 
level, but they have probably so much pull in Connecticut that they wouldn't do that, like in Florida. So originally, okay, so originally that's what they said. Then they come back and said, um, it is it is the control and exploitation of these characters that allows WWE to drive revenue, which in turn enables the company to compensate performers at the highest level in the sports entertainment industry. Notwithstanding the contractual language, it is imperative for the success of our company to protect our greatest assets and establish partnerships with third parties on a company, company-wide basis, rather than at the individual level, which as as a result will provide more value for more involved for all involved the talent was talent was previously informed through a letter penned by we chairman and ceo vince mcmahon that they would have 30 days to stop using third-party platforms the letter allegedly stated some of you are engaged with outside third parties using your name and likeness in ways that are detrimental to our company it is imperative that these activities be terminated within the next 30 days continued violations will result in fine suspension or termination at wwe's discretion and i hate him so i think they see that it's a control thing because with ca- with cameo cameo.com slash pack country with um twitch obviously obviously with podcasts a lot of wrestlers doing podcasts now that people will come just to see their favorite personalities talk about or just fucking play video games yeah it's not because of we banner now if they are using the we name that's trademarked yes that would be a problem that that would be that would be W's right to go after him for that. But a, a lot of these wrestlers aren't doing that. They're just, they're just using their own name. That's why if I ever became a wrestler, I'd have my druthers to use my own trademark name because I can always control it. But a lot of wrestlers can't do that. If you're like AJ Styles or Samoa Joe, you come from 15 years before, and then yeah. But a lot of these wrestlers coming up the ranks, they give you a name that W owns it. Unfortunately, right. But you cannot prevent an independent <clears throat> contractor from using another platform that has nothing to do with with WWE, like. Like that would like if 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 I got fired by WWE, I would I would sue him and be like no. Then hopefully other other wrestlers around would have the balls to join the lawsuits. You can't prevent me from doing a shout out on a cameo. Like that's ridiculous. Yeah, it's fucking insane to do that. Yeah, it's insane. Especially since they probably realize oh we I can make you know a thousand dollars a day doing shout outs if I'm like Alexa Bliss or whatever. Yeah, know. from what I hear, they're not cheap. The shout outs. And, and I mean, that's fine. No, like, make your money. Market. Yeah, yeah, do it. Make your money. It's like a five, it's like an autograph session meet and greet, basically. You know, a little minute, little minute, whatever. Hey, what's going on? Um, anyway, so, so when I, when I say stuff like this, I don't want to watch wrestling because it's, it's how it's run is disgusting still. I just don't. No, that's a yeah. large part of why I don't watch it. It's nuts. From, from, from what I hear and what I see, AWs run better. They run it more like, you know, they, they provide, you know, the, the more help, and it's not this bullshit independent contractor thing they try to get away with so they don't have to reimburse their talent or, you know, insurance crap and things like that. So, all right, well, that, that's all I want to bring up. Cobra Kai, Ian. Cobra I forced Kai. you to watch Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai is the sequel series to the Karate Kid uh, uh, trilogy, if you don't count the next Karate Kid, which that's not really in this, or, or the remake with Will Smith's son. And Jackie Chan, which is not really karate, it's kung fu, so I don't understand why they called it that. Anyway, um, sorry, that movie—it wasn't a bad movie, but it, had, it wasn't karate. Anyway, so um, Cobra Kai is sweeping the nation right now. It's like number one show on Netflix, and um, it was weird, it was weird because the show was, came out two years ago, and no one watched because it was—it was like one of the only shows on YouTube Red or YouTube Premium, whatever it's called now, that wasn't like a stupid like youtuber doing a trying to do like a series that no one cares about it was like a real show that should have been on netflix yeah or i, re- I else. remember you talking about it being good and i remember uh adam 
uh, Square Painter talking about it being good and some other people. And I, I, it's hard to get me to sit down and watch TV in the first place. I'm not going to go out of my way to get a YouTube subscription to um, oh, I never did. It was watch it. They, put, they had the two first two episodes free, which is like each episode's like a half hour, so it's perfect. So yeah, the first hour, it kind of gets you into it. There was like a cliffhanger, and then um, I was like, I'm not paying for YouTube Red to see the rest of this. So so they did the first two seasons. It was uh, let's see, it was 2018 and 19 on YouTube Premium, and then thankfully Netflix picked them up, and also I think they funded the third season, which is going to come out next year. They already shot it, thankfully, but they're going to hold it for next year, um, and. Um, yeah, it's fantastic. Um, I hate this expression, it's, it's better than it has any right to be, but that's what everyone's saying. Because like, well, you don't expect a show based upon The Karate Kid f- fucking 35 years later after the movie came out to be worth a damn, but it's really uh, impressive. No, especially because um, I don't hold, like, I don't... I, so I watched the first five episodes, um, and, I, and I won't... I won't I'm not going to... For people who are experiencing it for the first time, I won't spoil much, but basically... Um, uh, Danny, it, 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 I think the end of the fifth episode is Danny putting the the headband back on. At well, his that, home. that Mr. Miyagi gave him. Yeah, um, he decides to go back to his old karate ways. Yeah, um, the first ten minutes of the first episode, I was like, "This is dumb." The second ten minutes, I was like, "All right, it's a little bit better." But then it ends kind of like. It it, it, it it almost seems like by the end of the first episode, it makes peace with the fact that it's going to have to be a little goofy. Yes. And, um, I'm trying to remember the end of the first episode, but yes. Um, you know, and, and I, that's actually something that I think happens more, a little bit more with as the first few episodes progress. Um, and by, by the time it, it, it hit the fourth episode, I, I was into it. But it seems like it's kind of feeling out whether it wants to be serious or goofy or it doesn't I, I don't feel like it knew exactly what it wanted to be in in, in, in its first hour um but it, it is very good um it's compelling uh vani i think is actually maybe even enjoying it a little bit more than i was we had watched three episodes of castlevania and then we had watched four episodes of cobra kai that's a lot of fucking TV. That's all half hour stuff. And then she was like, I could watch one more. And I was like, all right, fine. We'll watch one more. And then I'm, I'm going to bed. So it, it, it definitely does have, um, that popcorn-y binge quality to it. Yeah. Cause again, they're like half hour episodes. They're not a full hour. So it's like, wow. So the first, the first season is like a two and a half hour movie basically. And so is the second one. They're only 10 episodes. And, um, what, what's amazing about it. Well, it, it it starts with you know the anti- if you don't know the anti- ten episodes would be five hours. Pat math is off. Five yeah. hours. Yeah, ten, ten episodes is why, about five hours. It was, it was five episodes be two and a half. I was thinking about you did five. That's yeah, I, I did five. My brain is fuzzy this morning. I had weird dreams where a guy was in my backyard in a gorilla costume. It was really weird. Anyway, so so it, it's uh it's it, it's Johnny who was the. Blonde-haired, blue-eyed, you know, villain of the first movie, the, the quintessential asshole high school bully character, and he, he did that in a couple of movies, right? Mm-hmm. Um, William Zabka is the actor. He was also in um, the Equalizer, I believe. He was like the son on the Equalizer. That's all I knew him from. Um, so he's the main character slash half character, along with Daniel Larusso. Um, Ralph Macho comes back, so it's really like half and half. That, the more you watch, the more it becomes a half and half. Right. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Split the, down the middle. The first episode is very much Johnny. Is very much Johnny, and it's interesting because it it, it almost frames 
Danny is the bad guy. Sure. Um, but by this, but the second episode goes into Danny a little bit more. It makes him a bit more sympathetic. Um, what, what, what's interesting, I think, about the show, the, the thought that I walked away with last night was, is it's with the exception of like a couple of the kids and not all of them. Um, it is a show that tells an interesting story with a bunch of characters that are all in various ways, very unlikable. Yes. Absolutely. And you'll see that more with... I won't give it away what happens in season two. Um, there's one character that's in season one that radically changes for se- season two, one of the kids. And you're like, holy shit. You know, the show went there. There's, so, so not to get into a lot of the themes, but there's a lot of themes about um, social class. Uh, it, it plays a huge part of it. And it's interesting because it reverses from the first film. So in the first film, um, uh, Ralph Macchio's character is poor. He's from Jersey. They come from Newark, New Jersey, or Elizabeth, around there. They're poor, working class, and then Johnny's rich. He's like the rich kid. So that's upended uh, in this series. It's uh, it's upended. Right. Entirely. Uh, now, um, Johnny's hard as luck. You know, he, he's, he's trying to put up drywall and, and put a TV up. Yeah, and he's tr- trying to get by. He's just he's drinking he's drinking beers left and right. Yeah. <laughs> you know the little little Coors bottles. That's mm-hmm. his thing. Yeah, the little banquet bottles. <laughs> do they still make those? Yeah, they do. My grandfather used to drink um, uh, little bottles, but it wasn't that. Oh god, now I can't remember the name. I think you're thinking pony bottles, like the little uh, splits, the seven ounce bottles. Is that what they are? Yeah, it's a little bit different. Um, but now. They have, you know, uh, Ralph Macchio now in this series is he's like the big man now. He owns these dealerships. He's the big car guy. He's famous now. So it's, it's, and he has the big house. He has the family. Right. He's now the upper class. And so it, it's really interesting how it goes from there. And at first, yeah, like, like, uh, Danny's per, uh, portrayed as, you know, he's, a uh, he, he's portrayed as, as the asshole. And then it's sort of, um, it, it evens out. You see that neither yes. of these characters are perfect. They have good and bad uh, qualities to them, which I was not expecting it to, to go that route. I think, okay, they're going to st- stick with Johnny being the main protagonist. Then, no, it's 50-50. And now they both have, you know, of course you have the, the tropes of, and it, it's more in season two how the coincident bullshit, oh, they both happen to show up at the same restaurant together. And then it happens with the kids like, oh, you know, we run into them at the party. And it's like, I understand that's how you write these things, but it happens a little bit too much. But that's um that's all the only complaint I have. The fight scenes are choreographed well. Um they they more realistically they don't try to like teach like Johnny's character is set in his ways obviously from the eighties. He's more like politically incorrect. You know, he's making fun of the kid for having his um you know, peanut um allergies. It's not real. But they don't shame the character for that, but they also don't say it's right that he's so that they just leave it there. That's how he is. He's right. a good guy. We'll just leave it there, and and the kids try to. It's funny because the kids try to correct them, but they know it's like a lost cause. But he's but he still cares about the kids. That eventually, as you see, so it's it's really endearing uh, redemption to this character. That's one of the most hated villains in in movie history, and you see things from his perspective about no, wow, Danny was an asshole. Like when you go back and watch those movies, and there's a part in season two when he retells. What happened? Or maybe at the end of season one, he retells events from his point of view. It's like, yeah, then this old guy beat the shit out of all of us and he, when, when Mr. Miyagi came in and helped uh, Dan- save Daniel after the Halloween. Thing. Right. And from his perspective, yeah, this old guy came and fucking fucked us up. Right. And, like, really hurt us badly. It's like, oh, I could see that, even though you were wrong for beating up, trying to beat up, uh, you know, Daniel there. Um, it's just very interesting. 
And I wish you had seen all of season two because I, I have a feeling you're going to go back and watch it with Vani because there's major things that happen in season two. And you're like, holy shit. Like, I can't believe they went there. And I don't want to spoil it for anyone. So, well, we'll see. I'll spoil this, though. It, it does build up to the the All Valley, um, you know, event at the end, the tournament at the end of season one. I mean, you see that coming, though. That's what it's going to be. Oh, sure. I kind of figured that's what was going to happen. But it's interesting to see how it progresses and how the characters change. Even even the uh, even the high school kids, even the ones that start up nice, some of them turn into assholes, and vice versa. So it's really interesting. You see the effect of the of the dojo and things like that. So check it out, Ian Cobra Kai. Ninety four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's it's uh, it's it's sweeping the nation. Um. So just in uh, amusing news, um, people always talk about Doom running on um everything. Uh, amusing Twitter haver uh, Foon um, F O O N E. Um, they do a lot of um, tweets about tech, old computers, things like that. Programmer likes to reverse engineer things, according to his Mashable article. Interesting hardware, all that kind of stuff. Um, they uh, over the weekend um, had been screwing around with a pregnancy test that had uh, an LCD display on it. <laughs> And at, at one point, replaced it. They replaced it with. I'm not exactly sure. I think it, they said it was a one. It is a 128 by 32 pixel monochrome display <laughs> that fits inside the pregnancy <laughs> test. Um, and they were just like they were. They were joking and running and uh, you know uh, amusing videos on it. And at one point, they made the joke about you know playing Doom on the pregnancy test. And they had played back a video of Doom being played on it. Well, they actually went a step further. Um, and it required putting, uh, you know, uh, it's got, uh, basically they put the screen in there and then wires coming out of the pregnancy test onto a smaller computer, uh, that, that, you know, a different micro, uh, Processor. CPU that's, C- that wasn't in there. Uh, so it's cheating that this, or cheating it, cheating but it. still, yeah. uh, then got a uh, visual of, um, them, um, playing, uh, Doom on it, actually playing Doom on it using a wireless keyboard, and it's it's funny. Because <laughs> well, the display is cute though, because it's like little dot, white dots. Yeah, it's 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 yeah. But it's playing like it's, that's the first stage. It's amusing, but it's definitely the first stage. It's yes. un- and it's funny because it's unmistakably the first stage. Like yes. that that is so burned. When he fires into a my... pistol at the two at the two. Uh, yeah. The two guys. Yeah. It's, and you see the flash of mm-hmm. the gun. Yeah. Because at first, you're like, what is that? Oh, there's the gun flash. Okay. So it yeah, it's pretty cool. Um. But yeah, I would actually suggest following them on Twitter. They're, like I said, their their Twitter is always amusing. They go on deep dives um, about a lot of that stuff. They also do a lot of like uh, they do like uh, funny AliExpress um, threads on they're, like the weird sex weird, toys weird and bullshit. shit that you can find on that'd there. Be a, that'd be a fun thing to see. I mean, there's probably tons of stuff there yeah. that you would never dream of. So yeah, definitely someone I enjoy following. But yeah, it was it was funny to see this. Um, they also had uh, I, I, what I thought was funny. They had the stupid little dancing baby dancing on the pregnancy test. The fucking Ellie McBeal oh, the baby. Little... Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Wow, that's like 20 years old already. Yeah. So, Holy shit. Um, anyways, amusing stuff. Um. Ian, yeah. Xbox and Series S, not Series X. How you love that? Xbox Series S was was first. It was leaked that this was going to be a two hundred ninety nine dollar console. This is the next gen, and now it was. Uh, they were forced to confirm it officially. Uh, Microsoft, so yeah, it's real. Uh, Xbox Series S. It's the tiny digital only 
version of the next generation of Xbox. It's only going to cost $299. They said, let's make it official with the eye emoji because they know that it got leaked. Yeah, so it's $299. Um, Two ninety nine out of that out of their mind. Two ninety nine, and I believe it's coming bundled with Game Pass. I don't know how much, how long, how much Game Pass for how long. Um, let's see, maybe a free month or so. According to reports, about the Series X, blah, 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 Series S and Series X will be available on November tenth. So that's what they're saying. Uh, the Series Jesus. S will likely be offered as part of a $25 per month Xbox all-access financing option, um, making it more attractive from global markets. Financing? Like it's a car? You pay 25 bucks a month? Yeah. Uh, that, did they ever do that before? Um, yes, they did. There is an Take X- out a loan? There was an Xbox One that you could finance. I'm pretty sure it was also a digital only. How much more did the finance? Like 50 bucks or 100 probably? Or is yeah, it- no idea. Um, they repo your Xbox. They- <laughs> well, I can't Sorry. find anything about it being bundled with Game Pass, so okay. maybe I'm wrong. That's but, what we're thinking, though. Maybe, but anyways, I I have to admit, uh, as much as I hate the name, um, three hundred bucks, um, and even if Game Pass is not bundled, three hundred bucks digital only. You put Game Pass on this. Um, it's a fairly attractive package. Um, we know about our packages here, and we sure do. Manscaped.com. Manscaped, yeah, Manscaped.com. He's close to your podcast. Zoom, zoom. Um, I, uh, I am not necessarily. I am. It doesn't do anything to convince me that I need an Xbox, or really that I need any next generation system right away. Not, no, not but, for but, first but, year probably. But especially the Microsoft ones because they keep talking about how there's going to be no exclusives, you know, right away. Um, but I do think if if you are look. At, it is an attractive price point for it if you are comfortable being digital only. Um, I have more interest in the PlayStation 5, but it's going to be really interesting to see how they fire back on this. Sure. Um, they are doing... Uh, now, we do know that PlayStation 5 is doing a digital only model as well. Uh, when they announced the uh, PlayStation 5 and they showed the form factor of it and all that, they did announce that there's going to be a digital-only model and a uh, traditional disc-based model. So it'll be interesting to see if Sony tries to bring their digital-only model into this price point range. Sure. So let's just go over it real quick. This is going to be not the same horsepower as a Series X. It's going to be like the midway point. So it's not going to be full 4K resolution. It'll be 1440p up to 120 frames per second. So... For most people, that'll be fine, especially if you don't have a 4K TV. Like, who cares? 5 to 1080p TV? That's fine. That, that, that'll be fine. Um, they'll have the ray tracing, uh, variable rate shading, variable refresh rate. Games will be upscaled to 4K. So even if you have a 4K TV, they'll be at least be upscaled. And 4K media playback is confirmed. One major downgrade is the solid state drive. It'll only be uh, half a terabyte, 512 gigs. That's it. Um, so... You're not getting the the whole kit and caboodle, but for a lot of people, this might be fine just to do this. Yeah, I yeah, because like the other one might be five hundred dollars or more, or six hundred dollars. So right, this is the budget option, which might satisfy people. It's like yeah, well, there's no there's no drive, there's no. I mean, th- this day and age, you're going to have it going forward. You're going to have the the digital only versions. Go- That's the way the reality is going to be going forward. I don't think you're going to get rid of it entirely, but you're going to have your cheaper version. Yeah, and like I said, I you know when we talked about the PlayStation Five, I enjoy physical media for certain things. I like to collect records. I will always 
you know, keep around my PC Engine stuff, my Game Boy cartridges are small. Um, and I like to buy, like, the physical stuff for Switch when I can. But on, for whatever reason, like, for PlayStation 4, um, I, I, every, almost every, I, I went almost completely digital with that system. I know that there's a lot of people who listen to this who will be, especially, like, friends of ours who work in physical media, who put out physical media. Um, but it's not always the biggest deal for me. Um, so, yeah, this is kind of attractive, but like I said, I need to see what, what Sony I, fires back with. Um, I, I, the one thing they're not sure about, if it's going to be exp- be able to expand it with your own hard drive, the Series X, it says there's a custom port, you can do that. They're not sure in the Series okay, S yet. If you, if you can't, then that's kind of a killer. Sure, because a lot of these games are hundreds of gigs. Right. Yeah. We're getting... We're getting the, when, when they released the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One, 500 gigabytes even then was like... Unless there's like a, smart- we were getting a little. Weird. I mean that that was that was that was tight. I mean stuff like Doom was coming out at 80 gigabytes, and we're like, uh, unless it's like a system where you have two games fully installed at one time, then you got to delete it and install the other one, right? Which which, which, I, which some people that's probably how they game anyway. To be honest, they're going to play the one game, complete it, sure, play another game, and then unless there's just also a smart feature where maybe if you expand it with a regular hard drive. You know, a sp- old spinner hard drive where they, it's smart enough to know. Okay, this is the you know this is the stuff that needs to be loaded on the solid state. We'll put that. There. You know what I mean? Partition right. it out. Maybe. I, I mean, I, I don't know if they do that with current programs or not. I don't know. Uh, but either way, when I see this, I what I think of it. Well, this Xbox is selling like a cheap little little computer. That's well, how I kind of look at it. It's a three hundred dollar little computer that's focused on gaming. That if I don't want to spend a fucking eight hundred dollars on a new graphics card i'll spend 300 dollars on the xbox sure right and i can still play like the same games yeah we'll see how quickly it starts to lag behind on some things but i i have a feeling that this is going to be a generation where they are still going to be developing mostly for the the lowest common denominator in yeah. their in their library because this is like you know the steam machines never really never caught on right though. this is no, like a, this is like a souped up steam mach- to me a steam machine but you're it's Xbox. You can also play, you know, play Windows 10 software that will be on there going back and forth with, you know. So, yeah, I'm like, this is a big deal. I just think it's a, it's a bigger deal that right now than what people might think. Eh, I don't think, um, I don't, I don't think the price it's, point. I, I think the price uh, point is great, but I think the, like I said, I think, I think the um, dulled down features, um, I don't think it's the coup that maybe you think it is, but I do think it's a, I, I don't think it's a bad thing. Well, it's a coup if the cheapest PlayStation is going to be five hundred dollars or sure. six hundred dollars. Then it's like, okay, now I understand PlayStation is going to actually have exclusives planned for next year, you know. But that, see, that, that that's where, like, if, if 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 we assume that everything is going to have an equal amount of good stuff to play, then yes, this is a coup. But it, it, if if there's if if there's nothing to play on it that is exclusive. I don't think it's going to be as big of a deal. Oh, I, okay. You don't, you don't think even three hundred hours less at all? Okay. But, but you are. I mean, you are correct in a way. I mean, that is how Microsoft got the edge in what was that generation seven? I mean, Sony came out and was like six hundred dollars, and then flexed down like it was like people were going to drop the six hundred like it was no problem. And Microsoft had the Xbox three hundred and sixty at. 300 or 350 and for the that first half of that generation the PlayStation 3 may may as well have not existed. Sure. It wasn't until it had received multiple price cuts that people even yeah. started paying attention to the PS3. So okay, well there you go. So this 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 holiday season you can get a Switch for 300 
now the Xbox Series S or the Galaxy Purple Amico at three hundred dollars. So it's your choice how you how you want a game for three hundred dollars. What what sort of value do you want to get out of this? It's two fifty. Oh no, the Galaxy Purple, Galaxy Purple is, is three hundred. Yeah, yeah. T- between two and three hundred dollars, Ian. All right, um, Ian. Pat. I woke up this morning out of my weird dream where in the backyard someone was breaking into my house wearing a gorilla costume. I had to call the police. While that was happening and my mind was still gelling into reality, I saw announced from Nintendo Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. Like, wow. Wow. Um, So, (laughs) wow, we wow. I'm sort of excited for this. Um, So, Age of Calamity is going to be a a prequel story to um, uh, Breath of the Wild. Um, so it, it will be the pre-apocalypse to Breath of the Wild's post-apocalypse. But they explain in the story, yeah. Um, it should... Um, it, whoa. Jesus Christ. My brain just, like, went... Just shut down for a second. Join the struggle that brought Hyrule to its We're knees. We're back. <laughs> Learn more about Zelda, the four champions, the king of Hyrule, and more through dramatic cutscenes as I try Woo. to save the kingdom from calamity. The rolling blackouts reached my brain. Um, the, the Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity game is the only way to firsthand see what happened 100 years ago. So this is being developed by uh, uh, Tecmo Koei. Um, they do all the... Um, uh, Dynasty Warriors games. So that's what Hyrule Warriors is. Basically, um, Shin Sengoku Muso, or, or Sengoku Muso is uh, the uh, hack and slash series um, made popular by um, Koei. Um, and the original entries kind of focused on, from what I understand, uh, like the romance of the Three Kingdoms sort of okay. era of, of stuff. So like the... Um, Medieval-ish sort of... The era of Chinese history with larger-than-life heroes and sure. stuff like that that are sort of based in histo- history, but also uh, just not, not yeah. at all based yes. in history. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, that series was hugely popular it's just it's all about mowing down wave after wave of enemies third person you just fucking go nuts and it's it's a series that i'm not like i don't love i need an entry in that series every three years to scratch the itch that's kind of how I feel. You want to wipe out hordes of, of I just, hundreds yeah, of enemies I want to watch that counter quickly enter the, tr- the high triple digits. Like as, you're Bruce Lee fighting everyone in a dojo. Yeah. Just like taking out everyone. Um, so uh, they've done um, Dragon Quest entries. They've done Fire Emblem entries. And the first Hyrule Warriors uh, on the Wii U was, was the what, what, the marriage of... The what? Uh, Wii U? The Wii U, yes. The Wii U. Could Google that. Yeah, um, and it it, it 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 took the Zelda world and put it in there uh, and shoved it into the Dynasty Warriors mold. Um, there's a ton of unlockable characters, just an absolute shit ton of playable characters in uh, the first Hyrule Warriors, and um, through the uh, DLC and its various releases on the 3DS and on the Switch, um, that game is easily. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours of gameplay. Um, not just the main story, but all the adventure maps. So, like, adventure maps, how they, like, take the overworld map from Zelda 1, and as you go through squares of it, um, it throws, like, unique, shorter fight situations at you. So, instead of going through, like, one big storyline level, you go through these squares, and it 
brings you you have to kill this many of this enemy in a certain amount of time and you unlock okay, the, you, the you, challenges yeah okay. and you unlock like treasure and stuff oh. and you actually kind of like play through the map in a very okay. rudimentary way so like you can't go to this part of the map until you have these items and okay. it, it's it's a lot of fun it, it, the way it does it um, right. there's also crafting um, I think you can take each character up to like the level 255 um, our friend Gerard I don't know if it's the game he's put the most time into but he has certainly um, spent a excessive amount of time hundreds um, of hours and even I have like I'm not huge into Dynasty Warriors and I'm not huge into Zelda but for some reason this game worked well enough for me that I not only bought it on the Wii U I bought it on the 3DS and I bought it on the Switch it's a peanut butter and jelly situation they, they just make each other complement each other better this right. is the type of game that works and you said you, you've purchased this three times yes this I, I have all three versions of, of the original so the this Wii U Wii U 3DS, 3DS and Switch and the Switch like put all the extra crap in it yeah I mean, I, or whatever. Not it. not to like just go into full on advertisement mode, but for sixty dollars, you cannot buy a game that will occupy your time. Like bang for buck, like Civilization, it's, or you can't stop playing. Yeah, it's 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 just it's dumb the amount of content that they packed into this. Um, so yes, we have a sequel coming. Uh, it's using the art style from Breath of the Wild. Um, so that's what sold me. Because so, I love the art style in Breath of the Wild. Yeah, the art style in Breath of the um, Wild is is great, but I, I the uh, I also kind of liked how silly and nonsensical the story in the first Hyrule Warriors was. It oh. was like, hey, we're all just kind of getting together and fucking stuff up. Um, uh, okay, this because I have not played Breath of the Wild, I am just slightly, slightly less interested. You haven't, um, you haven't played it at all? No. Okay. No. Um, like I like I said, I, I am not like huge into uh, most Zelda games, um, but this is one that like I could see Vani being interested in because she loved Breath of the Wild so much. I think this will actually, discounting my weird opinions, I think this yes, will actually uh, help this sell a ton. I think this will do very well. Oh. Yeah, this yes, because it's tied into Breath of the Wild. You're gonna have Breath of the Wild people give this a chance that wouldn't have. Absolutely, I might give it a chance. And, and it would it would be interesting to see if they bring like all if they bring like a bunch of the DLC characters in like they did the first time. It'll be interesting to see those characters in this art style. I think it could be fun. So this is a local two player co op. That'll be fun. Uh, it challenges players to solve environmental puzzles, unlock weapons and skills. Craft with gathered materials, visit shops to obtain items, and use the power of the Sheikah Slate. They're going to bring this, your iPad into here, your Hyrule iPad <laughs> into here. If you choose to pre-order it, you will receive the Lucky Lady. Ladle. L- Ladle. Oh, that is an L. Lucky Ladle as an in-game <laughs> The Lucky Lady would be a nice DLC character. So you get the Lucky Ladle. So there you go. Um, What, what, what I like about how Nintendo... You know, everyone, this was a potential Patreon pull topic about, oh, there has been a Nintendo Direct, there has been a Nintendo Direct. Nintendo doesn't need for there to be a Nintendo Direct to raise awareness of shit. Like, they just don't. We're past that point. Like, this blew up within, like, in, like at 10 minutes of being announced just by them putting it on YouTube and on social media that, oh, oh by the way, everyone, it's only two months away. Right. It's coming out. It's done. We were working on this thing for fucking years. You had no idea. And it's done. I love that approach. I love that Nintendo keeps everything close close to the vest like that like the old, good old fire pro days oh by the way a new fire pro is coming out in like uh, six weeks it's coming out it's like this is fantastic yeah i mean i've always i, I said that even going back to the, the when they the, when they were still doing directs um you know regularly um 
they announced something big like the fire emblem they announced was like six months away you know when they announced it i i I enjoy that method of announcing and releasing games far better than say the bethesda method which was i think it was two e3s ago where they were like and yeah there's another elder scrolls coming but we're not going to see anything about it don't don't even tell me then yeah why why bother we know it's coming five years away no no you're just gonna stop making entries in your like you know a series that has continuously printed you money no of course there's another one coming tell us when you actually have something to fucking show for it sure um, one of my favorite game series is the Armored Core series. It's a mech combat series, and uh, from from Software uh, released a trailer for like Armored Core Six like four or five years ago, and we have seen nothing about it since. I hate that shit. I, I, there's no reason to do it. So Nintendo's method of here it comes is is I, is pretty is pretty good, and I think they're learning from some past mistakes too because they're currently dealing with the fact that they announced Metroid Prime Four like two or three years ago, f- and then they had to completely fucking had scrap it, it, and they had to come out yes. and say that that yes. they're restarting it. So I think that they're That's... they're they're learning that there is a especially with especially now with everyone being indoors more, there being less to do, everyone's prickly, everyone's, like, jumping on anything they can, whether it's positive or negative, it might be best to just, as you said, hold the cards close to your chest and only show them when you know the game is going to be coming out. There's almost no advantage. If you don't have a competitor, there's no competing Zelda games that are going to be made. There's no advantage to come out two years before and say, oh, yeah, we're working on this. Right, because then you set yourself up for failure, like with Metroid, where it's like it's in a big embarrassment. Oh, that we fucked up. Now the game was like a year and a half behind. We have to start from scratch. Right, like that's horrifying to say that publicly. Like so, that, I can't imagine if that happened to him. Like, and that's Metroid. Imagine that was like a Zelda Mario game. Yeah, it's we fucked up. We hired these assholes that didn't know what they're doing. Basically, like, yeah, that'll never that will never happen again with Nintendo. You'll never get. Oh, we, we, we're, the announce that we're working on it trailer. That I can almost guarantee you that they'll never do that again. Yeah, and that's exactly what it is. Like that—that's um, what I was describing with like Bethesda and Elder yeah. Scrolls. It's embarrassing. It was the stereotypical. Um, we're announcing nothing. It yes. was literally they just showed the words Metroid Prime Four or yes, something like they did, that, like smokiness or whatever. It yeah, was there was the there was literally no graphics, no nothing. Yeah, you get so. the fanboys to cheer, but then. What is that? That doesn't translate to anything. Those fanboys that you get to cheer by doing that are the first ones to go for your yeah. throat when yes. you tell them that... Where's it in the direct? Where's Metroid Prime? Right. Precisely. There's no benefit to appealing to those people. No. No. That's not most of the, the fans anyway. The more reasonable people are like, all right, well, you got something, I'll buy it. You yeah. Know? Exactly. Um, so let's see. What else? Uh, a lot of players to learn more about Zelda, the four champions, uh, Mifa, Rivali, Urbosa, and Daruk. The King of Hyrule through dramatic cutscenes. I think to save the kingdom for the cloud. So this is why I like this idea because no one thought about it. No one said, "Oh, we should do a Hyrule Wars based upon Breath of the Wild." But I guess maybe you know now and then some fanboys might might have wanted it. But it it makes sense because they're going to do the sequel series, a uh, sequel game, direct sequel. But to make this an entirely different gameplay, you know, an entirely different genre of game, but tie it in is brilliant. Like yeah. it's just brilliant that no one. Like I guess they came to Tecmo uh, Koei and said, we want to do this game. And they're like, oh, yeah, that sounds cool. Let's do it. I mean, that's probably how it sounded. 
Yeah. I'm not sure how far in advance this was. I'm guessing at least a couple of years um, to do a game of this scale, if not more, maybe um, three years. Well, they've, um, I don't think it would take that long. They've got the engine. They have the assets. They've got the assets. Yeah. They've got the engine. They've got the assets. I'm going to be honest with you here. I don't think that this game took them very long to do. A couple of years at most? At most. But I think that's kind of smart on Nintendo's part. Okay, this was a very popular Zelda we have a sequel to this very popular Zelda coming out. Here's something that is fun and has worked for us in the past that we can probably actually throw together fairly quickly. And we'll hold you over until the next game. Yeah, I, so I, that, that's oh. the one area where I'll disagree. I, I, I think that this probably came together relatively quickly for them. You're right, and I think that if they have all the assets, that's like half the battle. They have, like yeah. I said, they have the I mean, assets, yeah. and the game engine has been refined for. Right. I mean, the, the the Dynasty Warriors engine has been going through refinements for twenty years now. Okay, you're right. You know, I'll, I will defer to your Dynasty Warriors and past Hybrid Warriors uh, knowledge there. <laughs> Thank you. Because we don't know if the, if the Breath of the Wild sequel is going to come out in a year from now or two years. We have no idea. Right. Because they haven't said it. Because they're smart. They haven't said, "Oh, expected third quarter 2021." No, they're gonna wait until they have a fucking trailer, and it's gonna come out like three months later or four months later, like, and, and that'll be it. Well, they did yeah. do a teaser trailer, but at least that had something to show. What was the teaser? It showed uh, Zelda and uh, Link walking through like a cave, and then it showed the like the dead king skull face was. Like, oh, that's right. That's okay. That's fine. Spooky. But it's just okay. But th- that's mean this. They're developing Ooh, a game. Okay. They're sharing like a like a ice cream cones together, some custard. No. Anyway, all right. Well, I'm I'm actually going to look forward to this game. Yeah, yeah. I think and people, I, it'll, it'll be fun. As a matter of fact, I kind of want to go home and start playing more Hyrule Warriors because Lord knows I have not done everything I, there is to do. In and, I, and I know that people are like, oh, Nintendo hasn't really done much this year. With and it's goddamn, they had Animal Crossing. There's a lot of stuff in in, in the pipeline for the next year or two. We know that. Um, you know, there's obviously there's tons of, of indie games on the Switch you can play. I don't care if, if the Switch becomes well, it's Nintendo first party and tons of indie titles. Even if the third party stuff is is few and far between, it's it's still I think it's still enough to keep it going. Obviously, they're selling. This is selling like it just came out the system. Still, right? Three and a half years in, we're into this damn thing, and, and it's selling in the mid. You know, it's 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 forty years old at this point. It, you know, it's almost time, almost time to buy the Ferrari. Go to the midlife crisis, you know. Um, so anyway, we got two months to wait for this, Ian. We can do local co-op together. We can we can experience. I want to experience how much Ian loves high rewards. I want to bond with him over this. Okay, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Ian Labor Day just went and passed. It was great. Had the barbecue. We were cooking the dogs and the burgers. Had some coleslaw, and we were celebrating. Enjoying the end of the summer with a Miller High Life. Big or small, there are moments within every day worth celebrating with friends and family. So that's why you can celebrate with Miller High Life. It's the champagne of beers. Miller High Life is an unpretentious quality beer. That's what I like about it when I'm getting together with friends and hanging out. I like to keep Miller High Life in my fridge. Why? Because it is enjoyed by just about everyone. It's an easy drinking beer. It's accessible to everyone. I think it's one of the better beers you could have for uh, just about any occasion. Uh, it's created to bring pride to simple things. It's an iconic brand that you can be proud to hold. The skinny glass bottle is something that everyone recognizes. Miller High Life, the champagne of beers, a quality beer within everyone's reach. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Okay, so uh, on, on the heels of, of, of uh, things being announced or not announced by Nintendo... Um, they did the Super Mario Direct 
the special 35th anniversary for Super Mario, which is coming in October. We don't know the exact date. It's October 2000, uh, you know, 2020 from 85, 25 years later, Pat, man. So they announced this, uh, a few different things that came about. The, the, a lot of this was rumored or at least speculated to be things everyone said about. We said this is probably going to happen doing a, another set of remastered games. Uh, another release. They did a release on the Wii 10 years ago, the 25th anniversary. They'll probably do a 35th anniversary. And here it is. Um, so they're going to do three games in a package um, that we, we all, I think we all pointed these out earlier in the year we said they're probably gonna do something like this at these these in these three specific ones we said too i i don't think we were wrong i think we said these three so specific ones it's mario 64 yeah um mario sunshine mm-hmm. mario galaxy i was expecting mario galaxy 2 on there as well as well but at least these three we thought these are the three big ones again these are the three big 3d mario games obviously right so um it's gonna be uh 60 for all three it's called super mario 3d all-stars so it's upscaled. It looks great. There's soundtracks for all of them. This is September 18th, 2020, 10 days away. So almost the 35th anniversary on the dot for when, for when it came out. But, it, you know, it's in the ballpark there. Um, so what, what's this conversation? It's almost like this conversation won't be about the games themselves. Obviously, it's cool to see these games, like, you know, remastered. It, that, that's cool. I think people are clamoring for them, obviously. I've never played Sunshine before. I own it, I, and I want to play Sunshine, because it looks it looks like a fun, different type of game. It's pretty. Um, I liked the first half of Sunshine. I did not like the second half, and it wasn't even so much that it... And, and people will tell you it's very difficult, and I'm bad at games, and it is true. It is a very difficult... It is, it is one of the hardest Marios that they've ever made. Um, and I think that that's... It is? Yeah, I don't think that that's up for debate i think if you were to look at people would be like yeah it's sunshine um i just yeah i I don't know it never clicked for me mario 64 is not my favorite i do love mario galaxy though which is honestly maybe the thing that will push me to get this um uh collection um also they announced real quick before we get into the weird shit they did announce uh, Super Mario 3D World is getting a port with uh, add-on content called Bowser's Fury. Okay, um, I actually really like that game, and I, I look forward to playing that more, um, especially because it was a lot of fun in multiplayer, and uh, the re-release of that, which I believe is due in February, is going to add online support for the multiplayer. So that will be cool. But yes, there is a very weird thing that we need to talk about yes. with the Mario 3D All-Stars uh, that I, I can't stand. I, I think it's just fucking so, dumb. It's limited. <laughs> Anyways. So uh, they're, they're limiting the stretch of availability, like how Disney used to do for their, for their movies, for some reason. They're straight up pulling a page out of Disney, um, and they're, they're doing a vault with this. So um, from the release day of September 18th until uh, April 1st um, of 2021, uh, it will be available. After that, they are pulling it off the digital store. Yeah, so it's not just the fact that well, the physical one we won't produce anymore. Digitally, we'll just we'll just get it out of the store. And th- I, I, I would I'm struggling to figure out why you ever would do that. Um, why would you not want to make money off of the th- these things going forward in the future, like this? Unless you're going to just repackage them as individual titles and then have them be thirty bucks each, or so. That's the only explanation that has made sense, and I don't like it. Or twenty five each, so they, and it's incentive to buy all three. 
in a right. bundle. Right. I, I, and I don't like that, but that's the one thing that people have said that, you know, I, I think people are kind of overlooking is just because 3D All-Stars is going sure. away doesn't mean that these versions of the games, these ports to the Switch will go away. They could, like you said, I, I think it would be likely that they would charge 30 a piece for them so that there is definitely a benefit. So all they really they, all they really want you to do... All they're they doing want you to buy for, all three. Yeah, they want you to buy all three. Yeah. They want you to okay. do it now as opposed to later. They want you to spend the money now um, in a period of time where people are maybe not spending money as freely as they normally do. So they're really trying to position this as something that you have to purchase now. They want you to budget that money aside right now. And I, I, I it stinks. I think it sucks. I hate it. Fuck yeah, it. it's, it's <laughs> like, not a good. It, it, it's not a good look. Um, with all the weird shit that Nintendo does, a lot of it doesn't make sense. But this is the first time where you look at it and it's like this. Really, I, I can't even begin to understand why you would do this other than as a garbage money grab. Well, I wouldn't call it garbage money grabbing. I think there's a lot of value in having these three. Well, games people for want the games. I'm just saying, but making it limited is a trashy money grab. Yeah, I mean. Well, limited on digital. I can understand the physical one. Like, I said it to you. Yeah. People complain about that. Every physical object is, is limited. limited. And honestly, a lot of games get, like, especially with Nintendo on the 3DS, they were bad about it. A lot of stuff got one print run. Like, this, uh, Zelda Ocarina of Time got one print run initially, and that game went for way more than it should have on the used market for a couple of years before they did the, um, whatever they call it, the Player's Choice or the Greatest Hits version. So a lot of Nintendo stuff, at least in terms of physical releases, it's always going to be limited. And honestly, a physical print run window of September to April, that doesn't seem that weird to me. Whatever. Okay, fine. And, and they always have the option to do more. I mean, that's what happened with the the, the, the Wii Mario All-Stars one. They, they printed more. Sure, up. exactly. But so. it's the digital version that drives me nuts. Yes, that drives me nuts. And of course, you don't, you don't want to say... I, you can't... It, it, if they if they word it like the bundle will be available to then then people are like okay they get the hint that okay these games will still be available this makes it seem like they're going to wipe them entirely and I'll dollars to donuts I, I never use that phrase these will be available I would I would be utterly shocked if these three games are not available otherwise outside the bundle after after the end of March of next year I would be shocked because because there'd be no feasible reason not to have them available in some form. None at all. It would encourage piracy to do that. Nintendo is good at sometimes. Uh, yeah, I mean, realizing the error of their ways or walking back a little bit. I mean, like, well, they they that, but also, um, they they are totally fine with selling things that they have put together in a package separately for lots of money. I mean, uh, they've resold Mario games what, seventeen yeah, times. Was, that's what I was going to say. I they've mean, resold Super Mario Brothers for five dollars more times than I can possibly count. On every console, there's been the same Mario games re-released, handheld. New, so, so once these are done and ready to be put on a Switch or on a uh, on a service or a system, I, yes, I think that we will see these for far longer than just this time frame, but they will certainly over... Well, your determination of the value is up to you, but they will certainly charge more than what they are charging now. Yes, they will. They'll be 25 or 30 bucks each. Yeah, I think, I think. I think 30 is spot on. So that's the weirdness of the, the, the 30th anniversary collection. I'm glad you're doing that. So for this for this holiday, you got the 30th anniversary. will sell like gangbusters. You have the new Zelda game. High Warriors game will sell like gangbusters. So, like, there's enough to hold over, like, the Christmas crowd here. Um, but then you have the Super Mario uh, Battle Royale game that was uh, announced. Uh, Super Mario Brothers 35. 
Um, this will also be limited. We'll talk about this. 35 players will compete across the game's levels to be the last player standing or running. That starts October 1st. It'll be available to Nintendo Switch Online subscribers, and it'll end on March 31st. So um, this is a cool idea because it goes out in Tetris, the Battle Royale, that it's the same thing where like you, you can transfer enemies and objects to the player's screens. Really, really great idea. Uh, for a game to do, to, uh, to do this with Mario. I'm sure there's someone, I think that someone online had put had, had, did an idea like, like this, but obviously... When, they did, and then it got taken down. Well, now you see why. Nintendo's like, hey, come on. You don't think we're thinking about this shit? We, or, we, or we can do it better anyway. And you it's, know. Um, it, it's nice to see, um, you know, uh, Fall Guys has done it. Um, Tetris 99 has done it. Mario's doing it. It's nice to see that the Battle Royale concept is being expanded outside of... Just first shooters, person first, shooters. First, first because first at shooters, the yeah. base of it, I do like the idea of a last man standing sort of game. Yes, I think that's kind of fun. I think it's a neat idea, and I think you can work that into and, a lot of different concepts. And, so and it's obviously, cool to, it's cool to see that branching out. And obviously, there's a, a big speed running community, but I think this will not be advantageous just to do speed running. From what I look at this, you, you're going to have to go and kill enemies to transfer them. So if you're a great speed runner, you may not be as good as this as you think maybe we'll see we'll see how this how this comes about um so this is obviously you know for free with your subscription to do this right so i'm not i'm not um shocked that this would have a time limit on this i'm just not because unless there's a way for nintendo to directly make money off of this besides it being part of subscription i can see nintendo's i'm not saying this is right or wrong i can see nintendo saying we don't want this to be the game where people were playing this on the switch and not playing anything else i can totally see that it sucks but i totally see that i i find that i i, uh, I think it's tough to see that as their their train of thought i mean tetris is i don't think that this is going to be a game that people would actually just play and, and not play anything else and tetris wasn't time is, is tetris 99 has not been time limited but they but they monetized that they did they 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 gave yeah i mean they added some dlc to it they yes. can add dlc to this too i i just i i, I it, it bothers me because it flies in the fucking face of, of game preservation yeah this mean, this one more than the other one absolutely this, yeah, yeah. This this is this flies in the face of it. Not having this available to play on a server somewhere just for just for the history of it. Obviously, it'll still exist. You know, it'll still be around. Yeah, but to purposely so, make something that is essentially fluff, you know, it's it, that it's just going to disappear is is I I definitely don't like that idea. Well, the good news is that they got six months to change their mind. They could be like, wow, this blew up, or maybe we'll add DLC just to make, to monetize it more. Um, I can see that happening. So this is what pissed. This one is the one that pissed me off the most, not the other one, because that's just a stupid business decision. Yeah, this this one annoyed me for that reason. But but this one I, I understood more than the the thirty fifth anniversary package being a limited time. This I understood. It just pissed me off more because of that. It's like, well, if you're not making real money off of this, I understand that from a business perspective you can get rid of it. But it's just it's yeah, it's not good to to pull the rug out from under the people that love it. But at least they're telling you from the start, not doing a week before. They're giving people a chance. And I guarantee you there'll be people that'll be able to offload this and, you know, save this if if Nintendo does it. But obviously, in this day and age, I I don't see how Nintendo would not preserve this game. Um, But it looks fascinating. Like, I don't know how this is actually going to play. This isn't like, you know, Tetris where, hey, you you get the same pieces dropping to start. And then this is going to be interesting to see how how this goes. So... And I'll be better at this than on fucking t- the Tetris one. I think the best I ever got on Tetris, I got to like 20th. I think I was like, I was, I was shocked to get that low on, on the Tetris for those uh, couple weeks I played it there. Will you play this one? 
Will this one yes, interest you to play? I'll play this one. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a strong platformer. I'm better than that at puzzle games. And then uh, lastly with the Mario... Well, yeah, two more things. Oh, two more. You got Game & Watch. Game & Watch. Um, so they're releasing a uh, a, a Game & Watch... Um, Game & Watch. Uh, Game & Watch. Form factor, little portable handheld uh, that will have Super Mario 1 and uh, Super Mario 2, the Japanese version, um, on there on a color LCD screen. There was a Japanese version? It was different than ours? Yeah, yeah. What? Are you aware? Are um, you aware of gaming? Are you aware of gaming? <laughs> um, so um, it's neat. It's a cute little thing. It's forty nine ninety nine. Um, it is yet another re-release of Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> We're just talking about that. Uh, the video of it made the screen on it look actually kind of crummy with like some shimmering and tearing on the screen. Um, I didn't see that video. Uh, all, any of them, like it, it, it looked weird, like. It just didn't look very high quality. Um, but I think it'll be interesting to see if this thing is hackable. Um, that's the thing that I saw going around immediately was people wondering if it would be hackable. What's actually inside there. Yeah, what's actually in there. Um, that could be fun. Uh, but it's a neat little tchotchke. Uh, 50 bucks. Um, Under 50 bucks? 50 I don't... bucks. They, I believe, I have been... They were put on pre-order in Europe and Japan. I don't think they've been put up for see, order See, that was confusing. People, people were like, oh, people are scalping this. I'm like, where can I pre-order this? I don't see where I can even uh, pre-order this. They were pre-ordering the European and Japanese ones, I'm assuming. So it, it's a 2.3x inch screen. So it's, it's a Game & Watch, right? Um, it's square. Um, it's interesting that... I don't know. This is what annoys me that, oh, we'll, we'll throw on loss levels, but not another supermarket like just give us three or four super that's what annoys me it's like why do that but you get the proper d-pad we all know and love you get the b and a you get the little you can use it as as a clock yeah as an alarm like so i'm all in on this i I didn't care about the the club nintendo re-releases at all did they do like two of them the the ball one or another one no they just did one i have ball. ball i have ball so they produce a ton of those a lot of people have those i i want this like this is the thing i definitely want i think this is adorable and the fact that there is a pre-existing Super Mario Brothers Game and Watch, you know, it's like the oh, you got the original one, and then you got the one with the actual. Yeah, full I'm surprised game they on. actually didn't do the um, the original one, the colors. Or yeah, actually, I was I was more one. excited when I thought it was a re-release of the original Super Mario Brothers Game and Watch. That probably would cost them more money to do than this, though. That's probably it, it why. definitely would. <laughs> to go we're, back, we're and at re- the point re- where getting, getting all those printing, all those very special like segmented LCD screens mm-hmm. to do it, um, as opposed to throwing a cheap LCD screen in. A, then you got to print out the fucking little card for the background to slide in there. You know, like you got to do all this extra little work. Yeah, it's a lot harder to produce an actual game and watch than something like this, where it's yeah. just a little emulator inside of it and a little fucking you know Nintendo on a chip probably inside of there that's what i'm assuming but if it's hackable that'd be cute if it's hackable and i can start playing contra on, <laughs> contra yeah. on this and, uh, and an official it'd be the the official way of playing roms on a little handheld I the guess. contra speedrun guy speaking of contra fucking beat his record again i have not i have not it's like nine minutes and 40 seconds or something absolutely insane oh i gotta watch i never i've never it's watched just, a conference it, yeah, it's 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 mind-blowing um anyway uh last thing for mario then is uh, mario. uh this is one of those things that is cool but i will probably personally never get any use out of it um mario kart live home circuit is an augmented reality um mario kart uh game it where looks- 
incredible it does it it, it looks very very cool um it basically i think they uh the package is going to come with um one of the carts and mario uh, or luigi yeah mario or luigi and it comes with the um four um uh archways and basically you set the archways up and you run your car you drive your car through the four archways and you create a course there's a camera on the car And you watch, you're watching it on your Switch. So you drive through to make the course, and then once you've got that figured out, um, you actually then go and play Mario Kart. And the course will know, because how you set up, it'll communicate where the, the archways are to create the lap. But then there's also items that you'll be seeing that you can go over and use on the enemies, and then your car will stop if you, like, hit a banana. Or, like, so... Yep. If and- this came out when I was a kid... I I don't. It's witchcraft to me. It's wizardry things. Yeah. It's insane. And I thought it was really really cool looking. And uh, I I immediately talked myself down. I was like, I don't need this. And I thought I was doing a good thing there because I thought if I even mentioned it looking cool, Vani'd be like, Where the hell would we use this? Vani comes home and goes, Did you see that Mario Kart thing? That thing is awesome. And yes. I'm like, Yeah, but we couldn't use that anywhere. And she's like. Well, she starts looking around. I'm like, no, we literally have no place we can use this. So it's also going to run it on a rug versus a hardwood floor. It's it's a neat thing, but I, I, I do think that this is as cool as I think it is. I definitely think I will probably be passing on this. Well, that's the thing. It's like when I saw someone get a mini debate me, he's oh, it's too much money. Like not people, people aren't going to buy it for a hundred. Are you kidding me? It's a toy and a game. Yeah. It's a, it's a c- c- car and the game for a hundred dollars. Right. That's not a bad value for the technology that's going into this. Not, are you kidding me? And then plus, if your friend gets it, your friend comes over with Luigi, then you have two yeah. cars going around your fucking living room or outside. People are saying, well, where are you going to do that? It's like, there's basements that exist. Oh, yeah. People have basements. You can go outside in your backyard. It's like, there's parts of the country where there's big houses that don't cost a lot of money. Like you know, there are there are. Unfortunately, that's not San Diego. But other parts of the country, you got finished basements. You know, you have b- big areas you can do this. Like that's not the concern. The concern would be to me looking at this. Well, what's, what's the battery life on the car like? Like I play for a couple hours, an hour. Sure. Um, how much of a, how much of a beating can these cars take? Like I can picture some kids. Uh, like picture the marketing of this, Ian, of like kids designing their Rube Goldberg machine courses with this. Oh, yeah. That's going to happen. You're going to have some smart, like, 10, 12-year-old kids think up some cool courses, and it's going to go viral. Like, this is going to sell itself, this I am more excited to see what people do with this than I am to actually play it. Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah, we're we're adult to be weird if I go in my backyard with my own car and do it versus playing, you know, Mario Kart 8. No, I I get that. But I can totally picture this being a, a big hit. Um, with, with kids, uh, do, do we know what the maximum number of players at one time is? I is, don't, is it just actually. two? Um, let, me, let me look that up real quick. But no, the hundred dollars—that's not bad at all for something like this. With the technology that, that goes into this and how polished this is probably going to be. Yeah, no, that would have been my guess at the right. at a price point. Honestly, would have been about a hundred bucks. It wasn't going to be fifty dollars. You'd be nuts for it to be that. It wouldn't have been that cheap. Um, let's see, how many can you do? Um, and plus, yeah, it's your own little RC car on top of that. You can just drive it around. Right. You don't need I mean, to, you don't need to play it, you know, with the actual game. Uh, it says, it just says multiplayer on the Wikipedia. I'm trying to see like what the maximum, uh, amount is oh, up to four players. Okay. Okay. So that's neat. That's and then who knows? Maybe they'll put out extra, uh, you know, different characters in yeah. the future. Maybe get the toad one. 
Um, now, yeah, now, you're, you're only the you're, you're the freaking rich kid that I hate. Yeah, if you got like all five or six different racers, I got them all here. Come on over, let's play it. Yeah, or you can watch me play it. <laughs> like those asshole rich kids. There, uh, and it's from uh, Volant Studios, which people are saying they do awesome work that they partner with with, with, with this augmented reality stuff. Uh, they say the game's controls were designed to be easy to understand while still remaining faithful to the Mario Kart series. Yeah, you're obviously not going to be doing drifting with, a, with an RC car. Sure. We get that. Uh, but you're going to be still driving around there. Uh, it had the sta- same type of playability as prior Mario Kart games. Uh, that's what it says. Uh, up to four players racing against AI is supported. The game is also set to feature a Grand Prix mode where the player will race against Bowser Jr. and the Koopalings. When one new customization options and costumes for the players' characters will be unlocked, they'll have customization on this for your little race car. Yeah. So, so, so you'll be able to the, the car will react differently. Mm-hmm. The the physical car, like that's what the cool part about this is. You're playing with your friend. If I hit you with a shell, your car will stop. Yeah. Like that's sorry. I'm, I'm the augmented reality stuff is cool, but seeing this, this was a, was a cool surprise to see. So. Yeah, I was not expecting it. So, so they got Mario for the whole family. You got the you got the the classic throwback re-release. You got the the little battle royale game for the for the for the zoomers out there that like that. You got the, you got the radio control car stuff for the kids. You know you got and they got the game and watch for idiots like us that like the old game and watch yeah. stuff. So little 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 something for everyone. All right, Ian. EA did a scumbag uh, this uh, past week. It's been a while since EA did something this scumbaggerishly. Scumbagger? What? Scum, scum, scumbaggly? <laughs> Think of the adverb. Um, so, UFC 4 comes out. EA's uh, entry into the... Uh, they've, got, they've got something for every sport. And um, makes it through its review period. About a month after the game comes out uh, this past week, uh, people suddenly start seeing uh, ads uh, pop up uh, in between rounds or uh, before replays um, in-game. So these are not video ads. These are uh, quick little um, just like picture ads that kind of appear at the beginning of like the replay bumper like they would in, uh, I I guess, if you were watching this on TV. Sure. so it's it's a scumbag move. Basically, you pay $60 for this game um and it, it does not have ads in the first month to make sure that it gets through all the review period with periods without people being like, "Why am I paying $60 for this game if you're going to show me ads as well?" Uh and then they sneak them in. Um EA uh as of uh the uh 6th has now removed in-game ads from UFC for after fans flooded the company's social channels with complaints. This is from the Eurogamer article. In a statement to Eurogamer that was also posted on Reddit, EA said earlier this week the team turned on ad plays, turned on ad placements in EA Sports UFC 4 that appeared during the replay moments in gameplay. This type of advertising inventory is not new to the UFC uh franchise that we have typically reserved displaying ads to specific main menu titles or octagon logo placement so it is new to the ufc franchise you can't say that you can't it's a it's a new type of ad that you've magically decided to turn on a month after the game has been released and people have paid you for it it's a scumbag move and what i saw was it's amazing 
they always talk about um, frogs. You know, it, it, the, 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 the parable of the frog. If you put a frog in boiling water and you increase the heat slowly, mm-hmm. the frog is never going to notice that it's being cooked to death. There are people out there defending EA for doing this. Well, it's, it's, it's very realistic. It's realistic. I mean, I mean, that's how it is in the UFC when you watch the UFC on TV. Shut the fuck up. All right. I, I mean, I, I, not to get us in trouble again, but I don't think anyone's going to be mad at me for saying that. Stop defending these 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 sorts of stupid moves because you're defending this one day. The next thing is it's going to be a three second ad, then a five second ad. You're going to be like, well, it's not so, bad. Like, so you're saying they're being babies. The ones defending EA are being babies. Yes, yes. The ones defending EA are being babies. Why would you defend them doing this? It's absolutely indefensible. Well, the defense is that that's what the on-screen real-life product is like as well. That's your defense. So I, I see that, and I, I those cojones of EA to do this. It's like the slimy... Like, I smile because it's so slimy that EA does this stuff. Going back to charging for gasoline in their mobile game, their needs for speeding yeah. years, years back, where it's like, it's so bold to do that. And the fact that they don't expect the backlash is just funny. It's like, yeah, is it? Is it? Is this it, a new surprise mechanic that they're working yeah, on? Yeah, surprise mechanic. Um, yeah, it's like, it's not that it's, 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 it's over quick, but it's not the point. It's like, it wasn't ever in the game. And you decide to flip the switch and advertise uh, the, uh, what is it? The Amazon The Boys Season 2. Great show, by the way. Uh, and that's just coming, uh, just launched a season two. Um, I guess, yeah. I mean, the advertisements on the canvas, that's part. I mean, would you complain about that? No, nah, I wouldn't complain about that. I mean, because that's, you don't but ever people, notice on that. But, but like, that, that, that's my, expected, I guess. My thing is that yeah. they did it after the review period yeah, that's, to sneak it by that's so, the bad that, part. so that there yes. isn't some, you know, that there aren't reviews going like, okay, the advertising is getting a little heavy. Um, and who knows? Maybe they wouldn't have even said that. Because, I mean, the people who, for whatever reason, are defending it have a point. Sure. Visually, it, 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 it goes along with how UFC is presented on TV, but it is, it, it's the sneakiness. Yeah, it's the sneakiness. This, this commenter it, said... think that they got something by you. Yeah. I wouldn't mind the commercials if it was free to, if it was a free-to-play game, commented Redditor Ryan Goddard, 84. But the full retail pl- price plus being bombarded with advertisements is a real slap in the face. It was just on, if it was just on the Octagon canvas, then it would actually be pretty cool. The sort of thing maybe replace one of the, like the logos that are there for that. that that's a good idea. EA or if it that, was just a little trailer in the corner of the screen for five seconds. EA did that with um, Burnout Paradise, a game that I really liked. Where uh, like when you would be playing online, the billboards like in the game, the ads would change. But you knew buying the game that there were billboard ads on there. Like that's, that's well, what I'm well, saying. Like is, you know. This is an interesting twist. In July 2020, the Wall Street Journal reported, we must have missed this news, reported that AT&T's WarnerMedia ran three ad tests within February 2018's UFC 3, probably why hardly anyone noticed, back in May promoting Turner Properties, Rick and Morty, Snowpiercer, and the match. So they did this in a small, uh, I guess, a, for, in UFC 3. And just well, here's, that's, that's, this, this is the dangerous part about this now. They're, they're starting to treat this like any other part of advertising, well, we can just tar- maybe we can target these gamers so they only see the advertising. That's where it gets fucked up after you paid for it. That's where it is. Again, yes. if it was free to play, I'd say, well, it's free to play. They can do what they want. But you pay, yeah, you paid sixty bucks for this. That's yeah, that's kind of weird. People also, like I said, they read reviews to find out about games. If this was a known thing, and you there was a chance, just let people know this up front. I think the advertising is shitty, but if they got to do all this advertising, fine. But 
don't change the amount of advertising in it after release. In July, credit reporting company Experian started a test within UFC 3 for its Experian Boost product, which aims to help people increase their credit score. The test ad featured celebrity spokesman John Cena. Cena's getting out of there with everything nowadays. He's, he's advertising for a credit booster. And they put that in the UFC 3 to test that? That's not even like the same audience, really. Yeah, everyone's worried about their credit score, but that's, that doesn't even line up. Weird. So do a protein bar something in that or I don't know. Uh, it's part of reaching a wider, younger audience that isn't necessarily watching telly, according to the marketers. This is from the Euro Gamer audience. I love how they say telly. I wish we used t- telly instead of TV. Uh, the Wall Street Journal not- noted that video game executives were mindful of the backlash from gamers, and that's exactly what they've got now with the Amazon adverts and UFC 4. Perhaps they viewed a potential negative reaction as the cost of doing business. Well, not this big. Yeah. Then he asked, what's next? An advert you have to watch at halftime in FIFA 21? Hey, if this went over, that's what you would have saw. Right. You would and have that, saw that's... a 15-second ad in, at halftime before you can click continue. Yeah, what, what's next? Right. When I play the football game, I, I have to stop fucking playing and watch 20 minutes of commercials every, every you know, multiple times during the game? Well, it's fine. It's it's realistic, so... Yeah, yeah, you, you can't... Eat me. You, yeah, you have to draw the line somewhere. You... you, you I would draw the line at like advertising, like as a commercial, like for stuff that's right now. That's where I would draw the line. Yes, um, put it on the fucking mat. Sure, we get that. It's not. It's not too noticeable, and um, I think most people would be acceptable with that. But all right, well, it seems like every couple of years we have this with EA. I mean, uh, Battlefront debacle was what two years ago? Yeah, with the deal was that two years ago already? Yeah, that was two years ago. So, and, but the backlash now. You have proper. Better Star Wars games coming out, like like the fucking X Wing Squadron. Squadron's fingers crossed. Out. Fingers crossed. I, I still want a remaster of X Wing, but at least EA's going in the right direction there. All right, Ian. We have some more uh, online cheaters uh, complaining. This is for GTA Online. A bunch of uh, cheaters and exploit people are, are are being punished. Yay! Rockstar wiping out uh, players all their progression money and unlocks being gone. Uh, this is from the Polygon article. So a recent disciplinary wave hit GTA Online in late August that took aims at cheaters who abused a glitch that allowed them to amass huge riches without much effort. The exploit, which was known by the community as the Apartment Garage Glitch, allowed players to purchase properties only to then use a variety of menus to trick the game into gifting you millions of in-game dollars within minutes. The method was effective enough that videos showcasing how to pull it off were met with copyright strikes on YouTube from Take-Two Interactive, the game's publisher. Players who already used the apartment garage glitch, meanwhile, meanwhile, might have logged on recently only to be met with a warning that their accounts were completely reset, meaning that not only did these cheaters lose the money they gained, uh, they also lost everything else in the process as well. Um, as part of our ongoing efforts to maintain a healthy game environment to all players, anyone found to be abusing exploits and cheats to illegitimately gain GTA money and in-game items may be subject to penalties, including cash balance adjustments, character resets, suspensions, and up to permanent bans as appropriate. Okay, so obviously there are people that were upset that this happened that used this glitch. Um, this is from uh, Adam uh, Patron. So I've been playing GTA Online since 2014. It's so stupid how they patch these money glitches and then reset our accounts instead of a money wipe. Yet Rockstar keeps the God Mode glitches in the game for the griefers. Goodbye, GTA. Rockstar, you guys uh, messed up. Yep, my GTA account has been reset. Uninstalling the game, someone said. 
Uh, it wasn't our fault, nor anyone else's. You left that glitch in there. Bye-bye. Money-hungry fuckers. The guy using the money exploit glitch complaining that, that Rockstar is money-hungry fuckers. That's, that's irony uh, right there. Um, fuck GTA. All I ever did was take advantage of a shitty little apartment glitch, which everyone else did. I get banned with character profile. I'll reset, and nothing happens to my mates. Played this shit, played this shit game for years. It was such a shitty game they played for, for years. years. Yes. And with no real way to earn quick big money, and I suddenly... Get get that wiped. All right, and there's more we can go over. So, um, more Schadenfreude uh, for this. Again, this is an online game, so you exploiting and or cheating affects the experience, not just of yourself but other players. So it breaks the terms of service, user le- level agreement. I have absolutely zero sympathy for these people. Um, you should have known it was coming at some point. I don't think this is necessarily oh. as egregious as uh, Mr. Gold's. Um, oh, Mr. Oh, yeah. But this is still... You're still fucking up other people. You are experience. playing an yeah. online game. Why don't you bring up good old Mr. Gold's? Huh? <laughs> Why don't you bring up Mr. Gold? Because we talked about him last week, and it's the second week in a row we're talking about okay. cheating in online games. It's relevant. Um I, I you know I don't think it's as, egreg- as egregious as him, um, and I don't know exactly what the money does in uh, GTA Online, but I know that it it, it it allows you to basically unbalance it. You can buy it, cool yeah, shit to yeah. fuck things up. You can uh, yeah, it'll unbalance it. Um, I the people I, I I've seen this. Um, I, I don't like this defense. I've seen this uh, defense used uh, before in other online games. Well, you left the glitch in there. Doesn't mean you have to use it. You know it's not... People are human. Yeah. You, you know it's breaking the terms of it service. It says in the terms of service that you cannot abuse these glitches. It does not matter if it was left there. Sure. It doesn't matter if they didn't patch out another one yet. That doesn't excuse it. There's no whataboutism when it comes to yeah. stuff. Yeah, and, and, and that's what it comes down to. I don't think this is quite as, 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 as bad as, you know, aimbotting your way through uh, Warzone. But it's still, it, it, it's still, like you said, it affects the experience for other people. And it's right there in the terms of service. Um, even if it didn't, even if it didn't affect anyone else, you play online on their servers. You choose to abide by their rules. It's that fucking simple. Well, it, well, it, it does directly affect in terms of it, it's demoralizing. In terms of, I, it, I said it did. Well, I mean, like it, it does two things. It, it fucks up if I'm playing and you just go. From what I hear about, like you, do, it, it, you can fuck other people's missions by having these over, overpowered items or sure. or vehicles. You, so you, it builds into the griefing people doing that. Right. But also, it's demoralizing. If I, I'm, it, it's a whole. I'm actually working to get these items legitimately, and all of a sudden I see this asshole. With, with with his vehicle or what have you, uh, automatically it's 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 yeah, um, yeah. The people complaining about it is so weird. Um, so who else is no longer playing the game after the account reset? Seven years old, and they've only offered heists. I think if you played a game for seven years, they got you, Rockstar. Like they got you. Yeah, like, you didn't get one over them by quitting after seven years. Right. They got you. Yeah, maybe just don't announce that you're leaving the game. Like you, you look, look silly. You look being s- like you you look like an asshole saying, "Well, not only did I cheat." But I was playing for seven years. This game sucks anyways. Well, game then, why, sucks. then why did you spend all that time on it? Yeah, exactly. The game was fine. You're just you're just don't you don't get to cheat and exploit anymore. You know. Um yeah. Some players claim they were illegitimately caught in the reset wave while they were straight up taunting Rockstar for not catching him. Well that's gonna be smart. You're gonna taunt Rockstar on social media if they look into your account potentially. Yeah. I guess if they can't link it, but uh, you know, who knows if they have they have ninja uh, hackers that know that. Um yeah, it's not gonna be perfect. 
Some are excusing the use of the glitch by describing GTA Online as a grindy game or are shocked that Rockstar would go this far rather than just deleting the money. Well, you still screwed up the experience of people. It's like, just deleting the money is not going to do it because it, it, if you already you affected spent a lot the of money shit, on you spent shit. it. Yeah. yeah. You already you fucked up the whole ecosystem. Uh, others are confused that Rockstar would enact such measures when the MMO has, in their view, much larger cheating problems hailing from malicious players. Well, yeah, they can take care of that as well. It's not like you, they can focus on different things at once. That's like, that's like saying, well, let's not have any speeding ticket laws. The game might be crap, and the game may have many problems sure. that, 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 that warrant people not playing the game. But then sure. don't play the game. Sure. <laughs> like, just, that's like saying, well, we can't go after uh, people that are stealing because we have people murdering. And you, can go, you can do different things at one time. You can go after people that, that steal cars and people that are murder people. Like, even though the, the crimes don't, aren't, aren't one-to-one the same. Like, I fucking hate that, that thought about things. Well, what about this? Shut the fuck up. That's not, life's a little more complex than, than oh, this is more important. Shut up. Uh, one fan said they knew the risk, no sympathy. All I can say on the matter is that people should have known better. They should have known better. That's it. Sure. So I hope this happens more. That's the, the I cannot again. I cannot imagine embarrassing myself saying, "Well, this game sucks." I played for seven years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's just fucking dumb. How many games in the history of gaming that people are still playing seven years in? There's like probably ten games where people have played for seven years in a row. Like, a huge amount of people. Right. Not even, probably. Minecraft. You know, like, World of Warcraft. Any other crafts? Like, there's not many games that... Other yeah. crafts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway. So, that's just fine. Anything else to add? I, I think no, that I'm done. we got our point across there. Done. I'm getting... Fucking getting hangry. As I say, you killed Snappy at me. Mr. Gold. I was just curious you brought up Mr. Gold. All right, Ian. We have a... We have a Patreon poll topic, Ian. We do. You go to Patreon.com. Patreon.com. Slash C podcast. You go. Uh, it's like a vending machine, here, it's right? Like a vending machine. Someone's uh, got to bang on it to get out, get out things that run the little. Yeah, you press, you press the the tier buttons, uh, and you insert your dollars, and things come out. Um, speaking of banging on the machine, I've got to get. A, I'm I'm a day behind on a writing, so I've got to get a writing done today, maybe tomorrow morning. I know what I'm going to write about, though. I got a couple games I've been playing. Um, so, Cobra Kai. <laughs> I could, I could, I could also write about. Tony Hawk 1 and 2. Oh, there you I go. I could write about the new Captain Tsubasa game. That's the soccer game with crazy okay. special moves. Um, yeah, I've been, I've, been, I've been playing some stuff. So Ian writes, he, has, he does a Google Hangout once a month. It probably won't once be this month. weekend, maybe the weekend after, because I might do mine this weekend. I was um, going to say, I could do mine this weekend. Um, and then also, we have Patreon poll topic you've on every week. And unfortunately, this week you will not hear my beautiful, dulcet tones. Um, in third place... Are Nintendo fans being entitled or wanting a Nintendo director? Should Nintendo have better communication with their fans? 24%. Why don't they just announce a new Zelda game? Yeah. <laughs> Nintendo's doing fine with that. In second place, tips for a new game store. Employee, 30%. And in first place, Ian, are there games that you associate with going back to school? So this was an interesting one because sometimes it, it, sometimes it's tough for us to come up with with these, with these topics. Um, there, uh, Mondays usually involve uh, a period of silence where Pat and I try to think of something uh, to add to the the poll topic. We've been doing this for seven years now. Seven over seven years. We've been doing this for seven years. Um, 
Just like just like GTA Online. Just well, like well, yeah. GTA, well, it, was, it turned to GTA Online. Yeah. Um, so we've been doing this for seven years. So sometimes it's hard to come up with uh, these questions. And sometimes Pat and I will just make up. We'll say things that sound like they could be a reasonable question, and then realize that there's no real answer to it. Well, Pat said games that remind you of going back to school. I'm like, that's a weird thing to think of, but I th- th- I do. Fun. I have two games that remind me of going back to school. Well, did, never, you didn't say it was weird. Well, no, in, in, my, in my in my head, I was like, that's weird. But I immediately th- realized that there are actually two games that make right. me think of going right. back to school. I'm not, I'm not as stupid as I look. No, I didn't say you were, but you uh, were like, I don't know that I have any. And I was like, actually... No, I, I said in the phone I had a couple. You were like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I might just talk about uh, Civilization again. Well, I will talk about Civilization <laughs> 2 again. <laughs> yeah, so they're, they're but, be, but there's behind more than the curtain. There's more than that. Um, I have two games that remind me of going back to school. The first one is uh, Final Fantasy VII. Um, Final Fantasy VII came out on 9797, uh, I believe, was okay, the release perfect. date of it. So, so that would have been okay. right, uh, right around that time. Um, that was my freshman year of high school. Um and it reminds me of going back to school because, well, it came out then, but I was, uh, I was with my first girlfriend at the time and I did not have a PlayStation one yet, but I pre-ordered Final Fantasy seven because I was like, this game looks like it's going to be fun. Uh, she had a PlayStation one and I was like, well, we can fuck around and play this. And she was very nice to me and she lent me her playstation on weekends and i played through uh final fantasy 7 before i actually owned my own playstation i didn't get a playstation until um that your girlfriend let you borrow your, her playstation yeah she let me borrow her playstation on weekends to or uh to play final fantasy what was 7 she, what was she gonna be playing it she was generally over at my place watching me play final oh, fantasy 7 oh so she 7. just brought it sounded yeah. like she just dropped it off and well you- no she would leave it there she would leave it there she she lent me the PlayStation on the weekends. I, I don't wow, know how simpler to make it. Wow. Yeah, it was very nice of her. Um, and then wow. and then I would give her the game, and she would play the game during the week. So we were roughly on the same page with Final Fantasy VII. We were kind of playing it in unison. I had her PlayStation on weekends, and she took the game on uh, the weekdays. A weird little custody thing <laughs> there with 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 games and systems, um, but. I'll always remember it because I, I, I remember leaving middle school. Like I said, this was my freshman year. Leaving middle school, video games were very unpopular still. Going into my freshman year of high school, the PlayStation was getting more and more popular. It had received a price drop or two by that point, And this Final Fantasy VII game came out and blew everyone away with all of its fucking cutscenes and shit like that. And suddenly people that I had never talked to about video games before were talking to me about video games because Final Fantasy 7 was this, you know, big thing that people were partaking in. It was one of the first times I remember a a role-playing game or a story-based video game kind of being like uh, an event that people talked about in social circles at school. Um, The other one that reminds me of going back to school uh, is Sonic Adventure. Um, the Dreamcast came out on nine nine ninety nine, um, so that would have been right uh, around the beginning of school again, and that was also when I got my wisdom teeth pulled, and I got my Dreamcast, and I got Sonic Adventure on launch day. Um, I think it was the first system I paid for entirely by myself. I I just paid for it with restaurant money, and. Um, got home and was bummed because I ended up with one of the copies of Sonic Adventure that was um, what's the word I'm looking glitched? for? 
yeah, flawed. Basically, there was a print run. There was a print run of Sonic Adventure that just did not work when it came out. It wouldn't. It wouldn't run on any Dreamcast system. It's just a, yeah, a defect, defective. That's the word I'm looking for. Jesus, are those worth any money nowadays? No, I wonder. No, no. And every once in a while, we still get one at Luna, and then I probably just destroy it. Is there anything on you destroy it? Yeah, <laughs> I, I toss it. So it doesn't fucking get sold again and again and again to people for money that they can't play. It's Is there anything that no, no, on, the, on the outside that you can tell it and you can't? No. Um, so I couldn't play it and I was upset. Uh, bummed. Got my wisdom teeth out. Um, I remember GameStop calling me and being like, hey, we've got your replacement copy of Sonic Adventure. And my mom went and picked it up for me. And I played through uh, that game that weekend um, on painkillers, you know, constantly rinsing blood out of my mouth. Uh, But I I beat the entire game. So that one always reminds me of going back to school. Okay. What about you? Oh, sorry. I was was going to say if they're on eBay and defective Sonic Adventures, if they're actually worth anything or not, because I had no idea. I never thought about that. Um, What was the limited edition one? they put out. I know there's a limited edition one. Anyway. Um, so, I'll just go over Civilization 2 again. Because that was more summer, but I did, I played Civilization 2 sophomore, it was it was the sophomore year, uh, summer vacation. Um, and I did that instead of doing my summer reading. So I, I like, I, I fudged some of my tests coming back from summer reading that fall. I'll just say I fudged some of them I, and I read some, you know, there there was um the fucking the, the little fucking synopsis books. What the hell are they called? Uh, yeah. Cliff's Notes. Yeah, there was another brand though that was better than that that some of us knew about that was a little more fleshed out. Yeah, uh, there I, there I can't remember you know what, what it is, it? but there is another one. Yes. So so I, I might have read some of that, but I I would also read the first chapter of some of the books. I did I did ninety percent of my summer reading. I, I I managed to catch up. For God's sakes, I read Great Expectations. I think that summer. Or one of the summers, uh, and still one of my favorite books. So, Civilization Two, absolutely. But then I thought about in uh, what it's really the fall. We're talking about the fall. Back to school, September. Sure. Mortal Monday was in September of '93. Yeah, you're right. That was a big deal. My friend, my friend got the game. I didn't get it. My friend uh, Joey, he was the, the athletic, all around good kid that you know I'd hang out with after school sometimes because he lived. He lived like five blocks from the school, um, so he didn't. Have to, he walked home. So sometimes I just walk home with him. My mom would pick me up. We we ha- we had these like half days once a month for uh, uh, teacher conference stuff. So you get out at like twelve. Sure. So it was great. It was like it was like the first Wednesday of every month or something, or second Wednesday. You get out at twelve o'clock. So you had the whole day to play. You had five hours to play. <laughs> That's like porn to a kid. You know, like, it's ridiculous. You play you play street hockey. I made some street tennis here and there. We we'll actually walked to the real tennis courts. So that September, he got he got Mortal Kombat, and he got both. His brother and him did Genesis and Super Nintendo. So we played the Super Nintendo version. And I'm like, wow, this is horrible. But then we played the Genesis version. I'm like, wow, there's blood, but this is still horrible. horrible yeah, and they're both not good games. <laughs> no, they're both very, very bad. But, but I'll remember that as long as I live. Is that he had the blood code going already because that was known pretty early when the game came out, or they basically freely advertised it for the Genesis one. Yeah, you know, we played Mortal Kombat. You know, the first thing I said was, wow, that looks lame seeing Johnny Cage put half his leg into the guy's chest. You know, I was like, that's kind of weird, you know? Um, but I'll never remember that because that was like literally like two weeks into school, school year, like yeah. p- playing that. That's when you're still like not sick of school yet. 
like the first few weeks of school, it's like, yeah, nothing major yet, no major projects, maybe a couple of tests, a couple of weeks in. Like you're not into school yet, a couple of weeks in. The reality hasn't sunk in yet. Where you like, I'm, I want to kill myself. I hated. There were some years at grade school I dreaded because I hated my teacher so much. I dreaded going to school every day. Like that wasn't that wasn't made up. Like I dreaded going to school in like third grade, fourth grade. I dreaded going to school. Uh, sixth grade, I dreaded. By seventh and eighth, I didn't care as much. But I yeah, I dreaded it. By eighth grade, I didn't mind so much because I had. I, I by eighth grade, I didn't mind so much because I had. I had made some friends. Seventh grade wasn't the worst, but um, yeah, sixth grade was was not good. It wasn't good, and, and I was a good student too. And it's like, yeah, I was picked on, but other kids were picked on too. That wasn't part of it. Um, I just dreaded some of my teachers. No, I hated that. That's um, that's what I yeah. yeah. It, with, with sixth grade for me, it was weird because I had gone from Catholic school up until fourth grade, then. From fourth grade, I went to public school in fifth grade. So I went from knowing everyone to one year in the uh, local elementary school, and then um, immediately into uh, middle school. So it was just all this changing shit. But it wasn't sure. necessarily the kids like that. I can deal with. There were some assholes, but yeah, I genuinely hated most of my teachers my sixth grade year. Sure. Yeah, we did, and we didn't do the class rotation like middle school style until like sixth or seventh grade where before that it was just the one teacher teaches you everything or they'd have maybe one teacher swap out to teach you science but for the most part for the first up until fifth grade that one teacher taught you mostly everything right like not all but maybe like 80 percent before we started doing the rotations where you'd have your one teacher teach you what they were special at then you'd have three other teachers that would teach other stuff but for the first four years no, that you were stuck with that asshole teacher mm-hmm. teaching you science and math and English and everything else. So yeah, God, yeah, yeah. Worse than high school. High school, I didn't mind that much. Uh, high school with, with the class rotations, it was fine to me. Uh, but I still have some of my nightmares. Night, my nightmares are mostly all school school themed. My nightmares consist of me, as an aside, waking up sun uh, or Sunday night realizing I didn't, I didn't write a ten page paper due next morning. Missing my school bus in grade school, which happened a couple times, which is horrifying as a kid. Um, or not remember, not remembering where my, where, my, where my locker is in high school. Mm. Not even not remembering my combination. Not knowing where my locker is. Because I forgot my combination once in high school, and I had to cut it somehow. I don't know how. Because I still remember my lock combination. I still own the lock, literally from 20 years ago. Almost 20 years ago here. Uh, 25 years ago. Holy shit, I'm old. But those are my those are my nightmares. Sorry. All right. So back to back to... Games that remind us to go back to school. So, got Mortal Monday. Got fucking whiplash. <laughs> From what? <laughs> Sorry. My nightmares are very specific and, and always about school. Um, I have a nightmare um, a lot that I forget to uh, put on shoes and socks. And I'll be sitting on, like, a train. And I'll be like, why? What on the a train, f- silly? Yeah, like, on a train or a bus. Or, and I'm That's like, disgusting on a bus Why the socks? fuck do I not have shoes and socks on? It's awful. Fumigate your feet after that. Fucking lice all the shit out of them. Uh, I'm trying to think. Any other, any other ones? Um, Street Fighter 2, that came out in, like, July. So that I was going to say, I remember that's that as more a summer, summer game. Yeah. So that I more associate with summer I remember bringing it down the shore of Seaside Heights and playing that in the, in the little fucking 14-inch TV in the front of the house in the little, the little um, yeah, porch was, area. The summer great. that that came out, I mean, I, that game was fucking everywhere. I played it at my friend Kevin's house. The Fuck fucking... The, speaking of... It, it makes sense with Cobra Kai. Uh, I went to a black belt mill for a little while myself. Uh, 
Black belt mill? That's what I call them. Like the, the fucking little strip mall karate studios yeah, that just churn out everywhere. fucking... Yay, everyone gets everyone a belt. in the 80s. Yeah. Everyone gets a belt. Hey, pay me $300, get you a yellow belt. I remember I remember Taz. That was his name. I remember Taz. After fucking, uh, you know, instructions that summer, we'd wheel out this little fucking uh, TV and we'd fucking sit there and play Street Fighter after, after karate. You never told me you did karate. Ever. Yeah. We're gonna hit the heavy bag out there. I want. I want to see your reverse punch. I can't fucking throw a punch. It's gonna fucking shatter my neck bones. I gotta get you on some yoga. Um, people are bringing up. What about you know Madden games going back to school and, and FIFA? I never played FIFA games ever. I, I I had Madden a couple of Madden games as a kid. I had Madden '93 on Super Nintendo, but it's a little bit past September. But they came out in September. NHL games always remind me of going back to school because Billy would always get the new one on the Genesis. So like he had NHL '92 uh, and '93. Um, so we would always, you know, we'd always play those. You know, that's late September those came out. Sometimes it's September. So that's that's back to school. So I'll always, it'd be good old street hockey, fall by, you know, playing, playing. Was uh, the Billy you knew an asshole as well? Oh, yeah. He would, Billy, I told the story one time when yeah. he would be nice when he threw me in the yeah, puddle. Yeah, 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 yeah. He would be nice, but then his parents were assholes, so he would turn on me and act like a dick one day. So then I'd say, I'd say basically, screw you, I'd go home. Then he'd call and apologize. So, like, he was a, he was a troubled kid. Sure. Kevin was just a dick. I knew a Billy uh, uh, in, in, um, when I was in Catholic school. Uh, that was, uh, he was like, I remember somewhere around like second grade, he uh, got too cool for fucking school and started to become an asshole. And, oh, uh, okay. I'll, I'll always remember um, him giving me and uh, this other kid shit. And um, uh, we were sick of it. And this was like second grade. So I, I I feel like I've told this story on here before. It's one of my favorite stories. So little Billy the asshole gets up and walks away. Little Billy the asshole gets up and walks away, and uh, my friend decides he's going to do the one of the biggest things I've ever seen someone do at lunch. He's going to sacrifice his hostess cupcake to the greater good. He takes his hostess cupcake and puts it on Billy's chair. Billy comes back and sits on the hostess cupcake, cream and chocolate all over the back of his pants. Looks like he shit himself. I never saw Bi- I never saw a kid go from I'm a hard ass to I'm in tears so quick in my life, and I feel like an asshole laughing about it because oh. I will always. It was second grade, man. I'll, oh, okay. I'll never forget this kid just thinking he was the coolest, being an asshole, sitting on a hostess cupcake and. Ch- just melting the fuck down in the cafeteria. All right. I was thinking to say, like, fifth grade, second grade. You're, like, seven years old yeah, still. Fuck that kid. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Well, so, anyway, so anyway, go back to my bill. Yeah, so, actually, yeah. So, on the Genesis, NHL 93 came out September 92. So, I remember the first NHL on Genesis we played a lot, obviously. That, that was, a, was it NHL 91 was the first one on Genesis? It was this NHL hockey? 91, 92, 93. So, we played 92 and 93 a lot. He would keep... They would actually play him and Randy wasn't dick down. So Randy would push me around because they were two years older. I mean, two years old, we said was a lot when you were a kid. Yeah. Uh, between 10 and 8 or whatever, or 11 and 13. So um, they would keep, they would play season stats because it wasn't kept track of the game. They would actually record their own stats on like papers. That was cool. I think he played as Brett Hull in the Blues. You know, oh, yeah, real tough with Brett Hull with his fucking slap shot went in tw- like half the time he shot it in those games. Jesus Christ, sorry. God, I need a blue sweater. I always like that symbol. So that's it. So yeah, NHL, Mortal Kombat, Civilization for me, Doom. I will always associate Doom with back to school. In particular, 
I think Doom 2. And I'm not sure it came out in September. Yeah, I remember... Whatever... Yeah. When did Doom come out? No, Doom came out in October. Okay. Okay, so that's back to school. So this is how, this is how it happened with Doom. This is how it happened with Doom. It was my sophomore year. I don't think I had Doom 2. I didn't have Doom 2 when it came out the first year. I don't think I did. Or I had the demo, maybe. So this was my... No, no, it was freshman year. That was my freshman year. I had my physics class. No, biology. Biology class... They partnered you up with um, someone not your same age. He was, a, he was a sophomore, the kid next to me. Okay. Pretty nice kid. And he managed to get, well, somehow he copied Doom 2 onto some floppies and he gave him the pet. Well, it, was, it was on like two, it was on like three floppies or so. You copied the floppy. He copied the three and a half to get, and that's how I played Doom 2. He gave it to me, and that must have been, it must have been a late October, back to, I was, I'd say it's back to school, my freshman year. I made a good friend. And then Pat and Pat may have gotten maybe uh, two discs to combine for a, a, a twelve second uh, porn video. It, I remember, forget that it was on like two different discs and they had to be combined. What was the combining program back then? Do you remember what it was? Uh, I can't. F disc or whatever the fuck yeah, it was. Yeah, something like that. Um, and it was like because this is like right when the internet was starting to get uh, you know bigger. Ninety four. I don't think we were fully online yet in ninety four. We were starting. We could do the trials and stuff. No, no, we yeah, no, we were starting in '94, but seeing like a 12 second video in grainy like 120 by 80, you know, resolution that that was that was that was a special experience. I remember, I recall. But it was I never forget. I think it was on two floppies. It was even on one. So it's like oh, the anticipation of like combining the two floppies together, you know, it's like oh, in DOS, <laughs> seeing <laughs> seeing the meter go for percentage complete. I'm pretty sure it was two floppies uh, for that. And, and the, the actual video is embedded in my head, too. Not to get detailed. I right. remember that it's video. Cool. We can leave it at that. We can leave it at that. <laughs> Alright, well, thanks for the Patreon question there. And thanks for the podcast. <clears throat> oh, oh, are you bailing on the, on the Q&A? I am bailing on the Q&A, because I gotta pee, and if I gotta pee, I'm not gonna come back for just a Q&A. Wow. We're gonna man. shut it down. We got five full topics. That's one, two, three, four, five. Okay, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. We got five full topics. I'll allow it. Right. Allowed. I think I'm gonna have a cheesesteak for lunch. Make your own? No, I'm gonna order today. I cooked all weekend, so I worked and cooked all weekend. So I think I'm gonna order. Tell the audience else. about my my chili. Your was chili, it? your chili was good. Surprisingly good. Yeah. Did you brown my Tupperware. I did. It's on your counter. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. You're that. welcome. Now I want to make more chili because that. Yeah, I feel like making more turkey chili. That was. I lost like three pounds or two pounds because all I was eating was chili, not because of that. Because it's like it's good for you. Beans and protein and meat. Yeah. Like. I can live off of chili, I think. And the cornbread. Just a little bit of cornbread on the side for carbs. Cornbread was delicious. Fucking perfect. Now I'm starving, goddammit. All right. right. Well, thanks for supporting us here in the podcast. Click the join button if you're on YouTube. Click the join button if you want. All right. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.